Hello, hello. Welcome into a terrible football show. This is episode 38. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day, whatever day you're watching. If you're watching this live alongside of us, hey, how you doing? If you're watching after the fact, we appreciate you. If you're listening to us on one of the many audio platforms that we're on, we appreciate the hell of you for that. But we do question why you're not watching us live over at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Make sure to give us a like on this live stream. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And as you can see, I don't have the boys with me. Uh, Shane had something pop up. Ricky had something pop up. But fear not, the show must go on. Uh, I actually have a special guest here today. He was on the draft spectacular that we had. He called in a Dallas Cowboys fan. As you can see with his jersey, we have Jacob returning to a terrible football show with vi video this time to admire his beautiful beard and listen to that luscious voice. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be the, uh, I guess, third stringer. <laughs> hey, man, just got to throw that Hail Mary. You caught it. That's great. Hopefully we can get you on the show exactly. more going forward. Have a great time. Uh, man, we have a lot to talk about today, honestly and truthfully. Like, we really do. Like, like this was such an insane weekend for college football. And then, of course, the NFL came back with its week one. Had a lot yep. of insane shit happen this weekend. There is so much to chat about here today, and I'm so pumped for it. I actually have some notes from Ricky that Ricky wants me to shout out uh, in this show since he's not going to be here. Ricky, also being a diehard Cowboys fan, I know he wanted to go on a massive rant. But unfortunately, he's not going to be here to go on that rant <laughs> don't worry i'll be able yeah. to rant for both of us yeah he, he, so. ricky jacob's got <laughs> you covered it's all good it's all good uh so of course make sure to check out like our sponsors like rogue energy uh you know wayward beard company and make sure to you know stay tuned you know we have some stuff in the works with that agent inc we signed the partnership with uh started doing some designing uh just this week uh we do have the atfs customizable jerseys that is that's gonna happen and i'm pumped it is the perfect time to launch that. It's going to be sick. It's gonna, I cannot wait for it. Of course, join the Discord where you can come in and chat with us. Just join the Discord. Join ATFS Draft Queue. We'll pull you up on the show, chat with you as well, as well as follow us over at social media. Sign up to the website, spark3.com, all that good stuff. Uh, all right, with that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn down the music so we can actually kind of jump into some stuff because we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover today. There is so much to chat about. It's unreal. Uh, There's a lot, man, dude. It, it's it's insane. Shout out to Steve in the chat. Cowboys fan, sad face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jacob. He's not a. <laughs> you know, it, it it is what it is. And you know, it, to be fair, I was when I, I was I was just talking. All right, Steve, you need to relax. Let's cover those Seahawks. Yeah, he was. I was just chatting with him yesterday, and he was just like, I don't know, man. I think the Seahawks going to come out swinging. And I was like, Nah, man. Russ is going to cook all over them. And well, we well we see what happened. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's do start off with some prediction standings in our uh, pools that we're doing, which Jacob is a part of both of them. Uh, we'll start with college. Uh, so week two results. Shane came out. Shane had a very good week, twelve and three. Jacob, you went ten and five. Shout out. Uh, me, Iggy, uh, Ricky, and Tyler all went nine and six. Brady and Steve both went seven and eight. Uh, up at top, uh, Tyler and Shane are both tied in first, twenty two and eight. Uh, 20, yeah, 22 and 8. I'm not worried about Tyler as my story last week. I'll get Zach to talk about Tyler, and Tyler will fall off the map. That's what happened last time. Uh, Jacob, you're sitting there right after them with 21 and 9. Pretty solid. I'm 20 and 10. Uh, Iggy with a 20 and 10 as well. Brady, Steve, and Ricky with a 19 and 11. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, this other guy, I think his name's Kyler. I don't know who this is. I don't know who's friends with him. Unfortunately, he did not put in picks this week. Uh, so he is sitting at the bottom with that 12 and 3, unfortunately, for him. Uh, and then hopping to the NFL, week one results. Look at you, Jacob, coming out on top uh, with a 10-6. Yeah. There you go. 
10 and 6 for you. Uh, Shane and Steve, uh, uh, both with a 9 and 7. Me and Tyler with an 8 and 8. Ricky with a 7 and 9. Brady, 6 and 10. And uh, Iggy, my guy, what are you doing? A 4 and 12 to start off week one? Man. Iggy, if if you're listening to this at any point, after the fact or whatever, I'm – you're gonna have to you have have fun climbing, man. <laughs> That's already off to a rough start. But hey, it's week one. There's time. It's all good. It's all good. Um, let's actually start off with NFL. NFL week one, baby. You know, we're back. You know, we've you know, college, we had an insane weekend, yes, but NFL week one, that enough is enough to start off the show. You know what I mean? And let's yep. go ahead and, and just let's jump into it. What the hell happened Sunday night, Jacob? Like, what happened there, man? At least your defense looked good. Your defense looked great. You're wearing Micah Parsons' jersey. Like, Micah Parsons was on it, man. Yeah, he was the only person to show up on the entire Cowboys organization, literally. Except for Brett Maher's one field goal. Yeah. Which, also, fun fact, you guys are the only team not to to score a uh, TD all weekend. How you feeling about that? Feels great, man. <laughs> oh man, no! Like your offense struggled bad. You know now Dak's out, so that hurts your season. I mean, I know he's at all yep. out for the season, but out for a while. Uh, but like literally, like uh, okay, do you remember? I've said this a few times on the show. Do you remember last year, Monday Night Football, the uh, Peyton and Eli cast, when it was the first play for the Raiders and they made the joke where Peyton's like, all right, this play right here is everything that I need to know about their season. It was like some bullshit over. And he's like, all right, seven and eight. So that's how I felt watching this game. It was like in the first series, it wasn't the first play for the Cowboys, where they ran that, tried to run that gadget play and got knocked back like five yards or something. I'm like, all right, that tells me it's going to be a nice seven and seven and nine, seven or whatever season. That's going to be the Cowboys for you. I mean, how are you feeling right now? I mean, like you got to feel a little defeated. I just, you know, everything that's happened over the offseason, we get rid of Amari Cooper. Um, Tyron Smith goes down with an injury out pretty much the entire season. Uh, probably will be out for yeah. a solid majority of next season if uh, things with the surgery doesn't go well. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I You know... <laughs> Been a Cowboys fan for a while now, right. for a long while, and it, I, I I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm starting to get used to this. <laughs> I just like I I I know, I know something is going to mess up, whether it be right at the beginning of the season or towards the tail end of the season when it matters the most, mm-hmm. or you know playoffs when we inevitably play Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers ends up screwing us over every time. But that's besides the point. I, it's just, I don't know what to do anymore, man. Steve's attacking <laughs> you right now, man. Steve's like, should have been used to it for 25 years. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> I can't help that the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl before I was even born. Right. Okay. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, I, I feel I feel you, man. I mean, I'm a Bears fan, you know. My second favorite team is Jacksonville, for God's sake. I'm double-cursed. You know, I've, I've got <laughs> one of the worst, the bottom five owners in the NFL of Jacksonville, and then I have another set of dumbasses leading, you know, the Chicago Bears. So, like, I feel you. You know, I, I do feel you. Your team's failure can drink and can probably get a bachelor's degree. All right, there you go. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, like, you know, in your position with this team right now, like, you know, losing Tyron was massive. You're throwing Tyler Smith out there, um, which was a, a player when drafted. It was like, you know, we chat about it, that draft stream. It's like, yeah. could it be a great draft pick? Yeah, but, like, he needs some work. You know what I mean? He needs that time behind Tyron or maybe at, like, you know, another position on the line. And now it's just like now he's being thrust into it. It's like, well, sink or swim, kid. And Exactly. Now, and now losing Dak as well. I mean, bro, like – yeah, it already feels like your season's done. Like, it could it change? Yes, absolutely. We're, but it already feels like your season's done, which is how I well, feel most of the time. <laughs> like going into week one, I usually am like, All right, well, this season's done. You guys got a win. We didn't. What uh, the I'm heck shocked are you we got that win, about? honestly. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, what I was going to tell you earlier, um, I did just read an article before we went live. Dak Prescott could very well. There's like a, a like a sixty percent chance, not too great, but the st- still greater than fifty <laughs> that he could come back before his four to six week uh, time time frame. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm not holding my breath to be honest. I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it for him to be out the entire season with with the the, the luck of the Cowboys organization at this point. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's 100% accurate. We've seen that happen before where it's like, you know, like, I mean, a great example, you know, because Steve's throwing this out there, you know, he's a Packers fan and then he's an Eagles fan, whatever, which also, Steve, I respect your opinions, but it's kind of weird that your top two teams are both in the NFC, but we're going to move on. But like, I mean, he he's a great example of like last season, he continuously had to deal with, all right, David Bakhtiari is coming back this time. Then he's coming back this time. Then he's coming back this time. And then he came back, you know, for the Lions and he was out in the playoff game. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so, like it could yep. be the same thing for you guys where it's like, you know, Dak could be back here. All right. He's not back. He's going to be back here. All right, he's not back. He's going to be back here. It's going to be an ongoing thing potentially. And then it, it, I think it's, I know you guys have like what Cooper rush, whatever, but you know, yeah. I think it's just like the football God striking you down where it's because like go, coming into week one, you guys cut both your backup quarterbacks and your kicker. And I'm just, me and me and Ricky and Shane were all like, what the hell are the Cowboys doing right now? Like they don't have a backup quarterback. <laughs> well, <laughs> the football got so struck. When, when Dak went out a few years ago with his leg injury and Andy Dalton came in to, uh, you know, start for us, I, 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 w- I had hope, you know, Andy right. Dalton, former starter, been to the playoffs, never won a playoff game, but still been to the playoffs at right. least. I mean, he won his division multiple times. Exactly. Season, so. Yeah, yeah, multiple years in a row yeah. at that. I think too. it was like three and, years in a row uh, since he won that yeah. North. Yeah, and it's 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 it, that year and this year, I'm starting to see parallels, man. I'm, I'm starting to see parallels, and it's starting to freak me out. <laughs> it's the Johnson curse. It literally is. Ever since we got rid of Jimmy Johnson, ever since he was fired for really no good reason. Right. Cowboys haven't been good at all. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing. Um, uh, do you do you, you do you watch the Pat McAfee show? Absolutely. Okay. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, you know, Foxy's always talking about the line, the Calvin Johnson curse with the Lions. Like yep. they wouldn't pay him his money and the Lions are just cursed until they pay the money. You know, it's that ongoing <laughs> joke. It's the same thing for you guys. You guys are just cursed. <laughs> into. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And Steve also said, bring on Kaepernick. I've also seen some rumors that Cam could be linked uh, to the Cowboys. I've been seeing Jimmy Garoppolo too, but I don't know with how Trey Lance has been playing. Oh man, I know. I know. I don't, uh, that week one was not good. Now, granted the conditions weren't great for anyone. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but like, still, I mean, even in the preseason, the, he didn't the look bears. great. I, I've been hammering it's, that drum. It's, it's the bears. 
I mean, yeah. But, like, even in the preseason, I was hammering that drum with Trey because I watched that entire uh, week three preseason game of San Fran and Houston. And Houston defense, which is – Houston, you know, is – you know, the offense I don't think is great. I understand they tied. We'll talk about that. I don't think they're a great offense. I don't. But their defense is good, like, up front. That is a Lovey yeah. Smith defense. And they shut they shut uh, Lance down in that, in that, uh, that first half that Lance played. So I don't know. Yep. This could be a rough year for Trey Lance and the 49ers. Honestly and truthfully, it could. So I think you know they're definitely gonna be hanging on to uh, you know to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think a little bit longer. Shout out to Tyler in the chat as well. Uh, Trey Lance is a bum. He potentially could be, which sucks. I loved him at North Dakota State, but he potentially could. He just hasn't played enough. You know what I mean? You start one year in college. You know that's it. That's all you did. And like, granted, you didn't exactly. turn over the ball. You, you know, no picks. That's great. But one year yep. in college, man, like, I don't know, more often than not, you see these guys that barely play any college level and you see them flop in the NFL in some capacity. You know what I mean? Cause like Absolutely. one, th- one quote that I always like to reference, I don't remember. I think it was by Mel Kiper who I absolutely despise with a burning passion. I think it was him where it was going into uh, last year's draft with Mac Jones and all them, where it's like, you look at a player and you ask why he did not start you know, before, you know, previously, and you yeah. can piece together, like in Max case, you know, he had Jalen and two in front of him. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then it like, I ref, I think back to like Mitchell Trubisky coming out and he was being praised as potentially number one pick to the Browns. And obviously he went two to us and it's just like, he started, I think only one year in college. It's like, okay, well, why didn't he start previous? The guy who beat him out was a guy named by, by the name of Marquise Williams who was yep. last playing in the XFL. So, like, that's the, that's kind of the thing here. It's like you look at, like, why, you know, that, that extra time, you know, like, you know, it helps. It, it pays dividends massively. So, I mean, we're going we're gonna to potentially see that with Trey Lance where this could be a very, you know, painful year for Trey Lance. Uh, Lance did throw a pick versus well, – no, I mean, I don't mean that year. I don't mean that game uh, against UC. I don't mean that one. I mean the actual full season. He, he did not throw an interception. But, yes, he did throw a pick against his one showing out game against UCA. Yeah, that, is, that is correct. Um, now, I, I did already kind of reference Indianapolis and Houston. A, a draw in week one from an indie team that a lot of people are calling as like a dark horse to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm kind of in that boat too. I think there's a lot of contenders in the AFC, a lot, like a stupid, oh, yeah. a stupid amount. And Indy's one of mine. I, I think this team is, but like, what happened, man? They just laid a fucking egg. Like, what, 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 what? In your mind, Jacob, what is the bigger factor here? Houston shocking everyone and being a lot better than we thought, or Indy just completely laying an egg, or both? Uh, I would say Indy laying an egg, to be honest, because if you look at the talent, okay, so they led in every single category, passing yards, rushing yards, defense. They led in every category, time of possession, but they still managed to tie in overtime to the Texans, right? to Davis Mills, who had a really good showing, I might add. I think that he is going to be the quarterback for the future of the Texans. I know, I know, I (laughs) know. I, I'm, I'm not going to repeat the words that Tyler's putting in chat. I'm not giving him the pleasure. <laughs> no, to be honest, though, uh, Davis Mills looked better than Matt Ryan. Right. I will say that. And whether or not it's too early to tell, Jonathan Taylor is a workhorse True. for Indy's offense. Michael Pittman, great. Love him as a wide receiver. He did pretty well. Where is the protection for Matt Ryan? Because I saw a, a little bit of that offensive line just breaking down protection for Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. And he's never good. He's never, ever good under pressure. 
Right. I've never seen Matt Ryan good under pressure. I know they called him Matty Ice and everything back in the day, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it honestly kind of blows me away when, you know, with, with how that offensive line played, cause this is supposed to be like his best offensive line he's ever had, yep. which is not wrong. I mean, this is a, a on paper, a good offensive yeah. line. So it's like, what happened? Yeah. And I, I do also think it goes back to like, you know, with the Texans, that defense is, is a lot better than people give it credit for. It's just the offense <laughs> that I don't think, the offense is what really shocked me with Houston, you know, with that yep. game. Defense didn't necessarily shock me. Like, I, that's the defense was good last year when they sucked. You know, like they, yeah. they, they were one of the top teams in takeaways last year when they sucked ass. And this is a Lovey Smith defense. It makes sense to me as a Bears fan, of course, but it's just that offense, man. That, that offense shocked me. And, and Tyler is dead ass determined that Davis is the future. <laughs> He's dead ass set on this. Last year and. This year so far, he's proven it. He's he's proven it. He's proven to he's be proven a good the, game manager. It's one thing that I, I've definitely noticed out of him. Been trying to tell he's, y'all. He's proven to be. Shocker. He's proven to be the best quarterback in that draft class. <laughs> that might be uh, too far of a stretch, but so far, it's been the case. I mean, like, uh, so that class was, of course, like you know, Trevor and Justin and Trey. Who was the Who was the other first rounder? Was it Mac? I guess. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Were those the only first rounders or are we forgetting someone? Yeah, I think that was. I think it was just those three. Oh, Zach. Oh, yeah, Zach. <laughs> I forgot about Zach. Zach up in the Jets. Oh, he sucks. I ain't worried about Who? him. <laughs> Who? Exactly. I ain't worried about Zach. I'm, I, it blows. Zach's one of those cases. Like, I, it blows me away how high he jumped up draft boards. Like, <laughs> I just don't see it. Yeah, Zachary Milfson. Yeah, Zachary Milfson. Yeah, that, that's who we were forgetting. The number two pick. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he'll be back eventually. They're going to be riding some old Joe Flacco coattails for the time being and, and just suck. Yeah, uh, now, pretty much. Uh, now, I do know that your second favorite team there is uh, Cincy. That game, man, me and Steve, we were messaging each other back and forth watching it. The end of that game was insane. The, like, <laughs> the end of that game was insane, dude. Like, what happened? Now, granted, you know, when it came to the Cincy, one notable thing, because, you know, the announcers kept hammering this, is he, Cincy's long snapper got hurt. And that just throws yep. off everything in terms of, of uh, going through your, your process for kicking. But, man, like Joe, Joe Burrow throwing four interceptions in the first half. Granted, he kind of turned it back on. But, I mean, like – I mean, this game shouldn't have been as close as it was, in my opinion. Like, oh, I feel like I no. feel like it's a it's it's a it's a two parter here. Number one, this game should have been a lot further apart because of that. Yeah. So it goes into kind of what we're saying about the Texans, where the Steelers' offense was, eh, you know, they were a thing, but the Steelers' defense was the Steelers' defense. Now, granted, you know, unfortunately, T.J. Watt, you know, he is out, but he will be back. He did not tear his mus the the muscle. I don't think I don't. You know, it wasn't a tear. They didn't have to get surgery. Uh, so yeah. he just rehab and come back. So that's good for them. I I think Cam Hayward went down at one point. A lot of injuries this weekend. Oh my god. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Injuries. I have like multiple injuries listed here. I mean, like Derek. That's Hardin. what happens when you don't play the preseason. Yeah, and that's a big thing too. That's a big thing is that your rhythm's not there. You know, um, and a lot of injuries. You're just not. You're not. You know, you're you're gonna know, see this out of your starters. Steelers didn't win. The Bengals lost. Correct. That is 100 percent true. Uh, like other injuries we had was Philadelphia pass rusher Derek Barnett. He's out for the season. Kyle Fuller uh, for the Ravens, who just went to Baltimore this offseason. He's out for the season. Both of those ACL tears. Uh, Eli Mitchell running back of San Fran. He's missing time. And a rookie 
out of Washington. Uh, Phil Darren Mathis, I think so you pronounce his name. He's a D tackle. He's out for the season now, which sucks for him because you know he's not like a top draft pick. Rookie, yeah, exactly. Out for the, yeah, it sucks. But I mean, what happened in Cincy, man? Like, I actually I thought Cincy was going to blow the doors off Pittsburgh coming in this week one. But at the same time, I've been saying for a while, don't underestimate Pittsburgh because it's Mike Tomlin's team. Like, I think exactly. I think Pittsburgh will hit their 500 number. But I, I didn't think they were going to win this, you know, especially in the way that they did. How are you feeling about it? I'll be honest. I don't think it was Cincy that shot themselves in the foot. I just think this was Pittsburgh's defense being a lot better than people give them credit for. True. I, I you know, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. I know he went to a Super Bowl last year, but. Which I think is a fluke, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, see, I, I don't know if it is a fluke, to be honest, because if, if you really look at last year, going into the playoffs, they were the most overall complete team. You know, Kansas City didn't have a secondary at all. Um, That's true. Tyron Matthew, the amount of shots that we had last year of Tyron be like, what the fuck, guys? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bills. No running game whatsoever. Devin Singletary, sure, but he's not he's not he's not a workhorse. Right. Josh Allen, yeah, he can run a lot, but he can only do so much. Cincy overall last year was was the best complete team. And going into this year, I thought, you know, hey, they got the pieces that they were missing. They got a better offensive line. They got uh the 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 key pieces that they needed on defense. I thought they were gonna be even better overall than what they were last year, but wow. I don't know, man. <laughs> this game almost gave me a heart attack. I'll say that much. <laughs> I mean, with how that game ended, I don't fucking blame you. That game was intense to watch there at the end. Tyler also said the Bills don't need a running back because their quarterbacks are running back. He said just a better Lamar Jackson. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> but where does that get teams, to be honest? Because the Bills haven't been to a play or to a Super Bowl yet. The Ravens haven't been to a Super Bowl yet. They're just not a complete team offensively. Right. I mean, the only thing the Bengals lacked, you know, was obviously the offensive line. I mean, that's obvious, you know, but they, yep. they, they improved on that with Lyle Collins, a couple other signings, I believe. Uh, uh, Jonah Williams, who they drafted a year or two before, whatever, he's progressing and stuff, you know. So it's just like, you know, the pieces. Are, and that's why, like, when coming into, like, our predictions, I had the Bengals winning, like, a lot of games because, like, my mindset was – they only got better. They didn't get worse. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like they, they only improved on all major categories. The main thing improving on was offensive line. But like even still, because of how bad that line was, like I still feel like last year was a little bit of a fluke. You know, like I see your point where going into the playoffs, you're right. Top to bottom, besides O-line, that was a complete team. Special teams, offense, defense, complete team. But like just the fact that they even got there, I feel like was like, wow, who would have who would have fucking guessed this? Zach Taylor was like one of my top hot seat coaches last year. You know, it's like, it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, no one would have bet, uh, you know, you know the Bengals go to the Super Bowl last year. You know, and, you know, with this game, it's kind of like a repeat of last year. You know, you know, Joe Burrow recently talked about this on the Pat McAfee show, that last year they, they sucked at the start of the year. You know, it's the same thing. Like, it, it, with, with a team like this, you know, there was no major injuries that happened, which is the big thing, you know, as we already yep. hammered with Dallas. You know, so since he can definitely kind of, you know, take this take this train back on the tracks here, and try to make it back to Super Bowl. It's going to be tough, though. That AFC is tough. That AFC is tough. I will say they will have a bounce. I hate to say this. <laughs> They're going to have a bounce back week next week against Dallas. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is Cincy and Dallas. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. That's a lock. Cincy's beating the shit out of Dallas. I'm sorry, man. 
I think this I game was a fluke for Joe Burrow. I, I'm not going to say they're going to beat the shit out of Dallas, but they're definitely going to beat Dallas. I, I don't know. You're kind of, you, you think it's going to be a beatdown. Yeah, I don't think, I think Cooper Rush might be running for his life. Okay, fair enough. Right, let me, uh, let me pull up some, uh, some betting odds here. I'm curious what the current line is for that game. I mean, yeah, Cooper's probably going to be running for his life. You know, I mean, it's, I think it's going to come down to that Dallas defense about what they can do, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see where, okay. Currently the Bengals are favored minus seven and a half. That's well, that's actually pretty, that's a pretty big yeah. differential there. Yeah. Not as big as some others I'm looking at. I mean, uh, you know, San Fran's uh, favored minus 10 over Seattle. Uh, Denver's favored minus 10 over Houston. Um, Green Bay's favored minus 10 over Chicago. Buffalo's favored minus 10 over Tennessee. That's kind of, that one's actually kind of shocking, honestly. Uh, the Rams are favored minus 10 and a half over Atlanta. All right, that doesn't really shock me too much. But yeah, other than that, other than those 10s, that's the that's the largest spread is that minus seven and a half against Dallas. Uh, the over and under is 43. So we'll see. You know, that's, that's about right where I thought it was. I honestly thought that we were, we were going to be like a 10 point underdog going oh. into that game. Well, I, with no Dak, you know. If Dak was playing, yep. then I could see your point where it's like you guys might be the underdog there, but uh, no Dak is gonna, you know. So you know, you're are you, you know, Dallas is your number one team. Are you kind of torn on this, or you're just like fuck it, let's just hope Dallas wins? Uh, I'm I'm kind of at the point where I think I think we might go zero and six to start the season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny about that? A team that we just finished talking about that could start off zero and two. And I feel like if that happens, it's going to further put like bigger questions on this team. Is I, I actually think the Colts could start zero two. I'll be real with you. Jacksonville oh, yeah, is definitely. their kryptonite, man. I don't know what it is, but Jacksonville's their kryptonite. It's in Duval County, baby, and I don't know why. It just all it, it just happens. <laughs> it just happens, man. They're they're only a four point favorite, which is surprising to me, right. considering you know like the game Jacksonville had last week against Washington, right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I, th- I think the Colts have the biggest possibility to start knowing too. As far as the major Super Bowl contenders, we thought going into the season were going to be. Yeah, true, true. Um, now, the, the one game that I was kind of curious on here is because I feel like this was an important statement for this team, this coach, and this quarterback. What what did what was your thoughts on Miami getting that dub over New England? Did it really shock you at all? Because like with New England, there was so much talk in this offseason of just like they have no offense, this offense is potentially being run by Matt Patricia, you know, which he was obviously defensive minded and Joe Judge. Yep. Like they don't have an OC, you know, and they go out and lay an egg with seven points. Mac Jones is now hurt, uh, you know, and Miami kind of had their calling out game, it feels like, you know, against a you know, the big bad wolf for so many years. You know, I know Buffalo's won the past few seasons, but what were your thoughts on seeing that dub? I will be honest. I was a little worried uh, for the Dolphins at first during that game. You could see the rust on Tua. You know, he he was missing passes uh, left and right almost, it seemed like, especially to Tyreek Hill, wide open Tyreek Hill, which that video has now been plastered all over social media of him underthrowing him by a lot, by like 10 yards. I know. Some people are just like, oh, it was tipped. And I've watched that video a thousand times. I don't think that was tipped. No, no. (laughs) It was a bad snap. I'll give him that, but... If it was tipped, it would have been pushed up into the air. It wouldn't have been lowered into the right, air as much right. as it was, at least. I, yeah. I, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, but 
Uh, I will say I did read an article not too long ago. Mac Jones is on pace to be coming back this Sunday. Really? So Already? Okay. His, his, his injury is not nearly as bad as they thought it was going to be, which is good for the Patriots, but I, I don't know. Miami, Miami could give Buffalo a run for their money in this division this year. I think so too. I mean, personally, I think Miami will be second place in the division uh, with new England three, new England's playing uh, Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, so that'll be a tough matchup for them. And uh, who is Miami playing? I lost it. Um, Ravens. Ravens. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Ravens uh, at Baltimore. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. That's, you know, yeah. now if the, if the dolphins get that dub, whoo, that's going to be a, that's going to be a calling out thing. I will say, I want to see the dolphins completely succeed because I fucking love Mike McDaniel. He is one of the best <laughs> things to happen to the head coaching realm in a very long time. He is an electric human being. That interview yes, he, he did is. with Pat was one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> I love this guy and I love his charisma. Uh, let's see. Tyler said Wentz is back for three games, like Samson, like Samson Donald last year. That's true. Never forget Terrible Football Show episode three. The title was Sam Darnold is a guy. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. We've had a, we've had a lot of bad takes in the past. Uh, Steve also threw out there Green Bay. That was a uh, was that a shocking game? You know, because Steve, being a Green Bay fan, he and I chat about it yesterday, where it's just like week one, it's just not Green Bay's week. But then after that, it's fine. So was that game really shocking, or is it, you know, was it actually just kind of blo- mind-blowing about how bad they looked? I don't think I was not shocked at all, considering Green Bay has no weapons except for Aaron Jones. True. That's it. That's all they have. So <laughs> a little bit of a hot take here, but... Green Bay might finish third in their division this year. Who do you got finishing second? Who do you think could finish second? <clears throat> Dan Campbell and those oh. Detroit Lions. So that means the Bears in fourth, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I know my place. I know my place right now. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm aware. No, and that's actually a great point because I think the Lions are going to shock a lot of people. They shocked, I feel like, the world that haven't really paid attention to the Lions, you know, and just went into this season, you know, didn't pay attention to hard knocks or pay attention to anything they did last year or whatever and just said, oh, the same old Lions. They're going to be the same old Lions. No big deal. They still got golf. They're the same old Lions. But then they kept it close to a team that a lot of people are liking to call a Super Bowl favorite in the NFC, being the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I mean, I don't think that's a bad take personally. Um, I, you know, I think the Lions are going to really shock a lot of people. I think they'll be above 500 this year. I don't know if I'm going to hammer what Foxy always hammers of 10 and seven in a playoff win, but you know, I'm going to say that they're going to go above 500. I think, I think I, I, I will go out and say they will be a wild card team this year. Ooh, that's spicy. I like that. I like that. Hey, you know, I got no beef with Detroit. All right. I, I want to see them succeed. I like, I like Dan Campbell, man. <laughs> that dude's electric. So I, I would love to see them succeed. And the Vikings, yep. the Vikings looked awesome. I mean, you know, Justin Jefferson had like a career day and you know, the one of the big things that uh, like me and Shane has hammered for a while now is that like Kirk cousins is not as bad as people make him out to be like, he's, he's just not, I'm sorry. You know, like you, you look at like, well, yes, if you look at stats, he's not good on prime time. All right. Yep. Got that. And, you know, not really the best playoff quarterback. We got that too, but like, you know, playoff aspect, you can improve on that prime time. You can improve on that. But like you look at his stats, like his stats are very good. This dude can play the game, you know, and I feel like Kevin O'Connell coming into this system with the intent of working with Kirk, I feel like it showed week one. 
and it's going to continue to show throughout the year. And with Green Bay, your point with their no weapons, that's 100% true. I mean, you saw, you know, A-Rod not being on the same page with a majority of, you know, his receivers. I mean, Christian Watson, their second-round draft pick, completely just dropped a pass. That would have been a TD and been a very different game. Very different. Oh, I, I laughed at that so hard too. when that happened. I did too. I did too. <laughs> I can't. St- I can't stand Green Bay as a Cowboys fan. I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I, I fucking hate Green Bay. So I respect them, <laughs> but God damn it, do I hate Green Bay with a passion. Green Bay and fuck Florida State, man. Those are the two teams in sports <laughs> where it's just like, like I don't really have hatreds in the NFL besides Green Bay. Like Vikings, eh? You know, I'd prefer you to lose against us, Lions. I'd prefer you to lose against us, but I hope you win. You know, in college, it's like you know, as a Miami fan, it's like, yeah, I guess there's Florida, but it's like, yeah, you don't really bother me too much. We're different conferences. Just kind of go do your thing. I'm gonna do mine. But Florida State can straight burn in hell. Fuck Florida State <laughs> forever. Yeah, that is my stance, and I will never change on that. Uh, now, the Bears, like you already mentioned, Bears did get a win this weekend in San Fran. It was just nasty conditions, though. Justin Fields looked as good as he could in the conditions. Um, you know, we'll see how it continues to go. I didn't think we would win this game. I, I, I don't think we're going to be a super great team. I know I know Ricky had us going like, like 11 wins into the playoffs. That was Ricky's prediction. I don't <laughs> see that. Um, I think we have, like, legitimately our ceiling is – like probably seven games, like seven games. I think that's our ceiling personally. And uh, also Steve wanted just to drop a simple reminder that uh, it was not a catch. Actually (laughs) two years after that playoff game, the NFL did rule that it was indeed a catch. So I don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was a catch. (laughs) That was a catch. They fucked that one up. They fucked that one up bad. I guarantee we would have won the Super Bowl that year with that team. Guarantee. Right. Oh, trust me. I have those vibes too, man. Because a lot of people, a lot of people would disagree with me. But like, uh, I think it was our 2013 team, and um, our 2013 team. I think we started like um, we weren't. We didn't start undefeated. I think it was nine and two is what we started. Uh, the Bears and we were like blowing teams out when we won, blowing teams out, and it went into like a Sunday night game against Houston, and Houston was doing really well then with you know Andre Johnson, Aaron Foster, Matt Schaub, whatever, and they were even working that game. I was like, oh, this could be the potential Super Bowl right here, you know, with how well they were. T- and then that game, Jay gets hurt, Matt Schaub gets hurt, both teams go downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> So I do feel you on that. I do feel you on that. That was probably the second worst call I've ever seen. The first, of course, was Saints and Rams. That that was the most blown-ass shit I have ever seen in my life in a fucked-up call. That was ridiculous. That right there just always makes me in the back of my head think, man, are these games actually really rigged? Right. Are they? I think they are, personally. They got to be. They have to be at this point. At least some of them. At least like the major games like that. I I doubt all of them are rigged, but how? Just how? Yeah. I never forget. uh, I think think it was was, uh, Benny Cunningham. I think is who it was. It could be another random running back that I'm thinking of. He put up on Twitter and stuff how the NFL's rigged. They have to sign up uh, an NDA when they get drafted and signed and stuff like that. You know, blah, blah. And, like, after he put all that up, his Twitter account disappeared off the face of the planet. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know, man. Right there. <laughs> There's some cases where it's like, yeah, yeah, this is this is some rigged-ass shit, honestly. 
Oh, man. All right, let's see uh, some other games here. Uh, really, that Monday night game was the last one to really kind of throw something out there for. Um, you know, Seattle just looked a lot better than I think anyone on this planet gave him credit for because me and everyone else, I think, even Seattle fans in Seattle, which I do know some in Seattle, were all under the impression that we're in tank mode. You know, we didn't yep. do anything to address the quarterback position. We're in tank mode. We're going to try to get Bryce or C.J. Stroud. Cool. And then they came out and Geno Smith looked pretty solid, in my <laughs> opinion. Russ just kind of laid an egg. Now, what? Now, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, what 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 would you have done in that that situation? That fourth and five, go trying to go for a sixty-five yard field goal, which McManus could make, but you know history shows that he doesn't. <sighs> Textbook rookie mistake for Hackett. You have a quarterback. In Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Yes, he wasn't really doing good that last night. Okay, sure. But fourth and five with what was it like 17 or 18 seconds left on the clock? Yep. Just get just put it in his hands and see what can happen. Yep. I mean you're paying why, why risk five million dollars. Exactly. Yep. You pay him that type of money to win in that type of situation. Yep. Why not allow him to do what he could do best? Right. No, that was baffling to me. And then also I thought it was so fucking petty for the two timeouts right there at the end when the game's very clearly over, you know? That was petty as fuck to me. I was watching he was that. Pissed. Yeah, like that was that was stupid as hell to me. Like yeah, it was uh, Steve also pointed out that Patrick Mahomes ball. No, that's a good that's a good one too to kind of end off on the NFL. Is KC sent a fucking statement? You know, because Arizona's not really a bad team. I think they're overrated, yes, but they're not a bad team. Um, but, like, KC sent a statement that's like, we don't need mm. Tyreek Hill. Which, you know, and, you know, even coming into this, I, I think there was something where Patrick Mahomes made some jokes. Just like, I'm sorry to fantasy owners, but it's the, everyone, people who are getting the ball is always going to be different. <laughs> and let's See, that's why <laughs> I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team yeah, and not any of the wide receivers. So. <laughs> right, right. I have Travis Kelsey on one of mine, and I don't regret that decision. I still think he'll be number one target. Which, you know, absolutely yeah i mean yeah but like you know kc sent an absolute statement that this offense is going to do just fine without tyree kill and it, you know and they really shut the hell out of the arizona who is supposed to be this pretty solid team in a lot of people's minds again i think they're overrated personally but they are supposed to be this solid nfc contender team and just shut them the fuck up like that was that was a real solid win for kc to further keep it in everyone's mind that okay yeah they are still the chiefs just because they lost Tyree Kill does not mean they're not the Chiefs anymore. The exactly, because they 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 reloaded. They did, yeah. By losing Tyree Kill, yes they they didn't get one single prominent player, but they got multiple players in uh, MVS and unfortunately Juju. I cannot stand that guy. But <laughs> they they got the weapons that they needed to refill and right. reload for the season. So and honestly, I like their draft pick Sky more too out of Western Michigan. Yes, I like him absolutely. A lot. Yeah. So. You're right. They just reloaded, man. And I think it's going to be great for them. And I, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to watch Thursday night football with the Chargers and the Chiefs. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be electric. This is going to be an incredible game. I think it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Just a couple nights away. Uh, any other thoughts on NFL stuff? If not, we'll hop over to college. I do also want to shout out in terms of new head coaches, uh, five, three, one, uh, to start off week one. That's not bad. That's not, not bad at all. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty good for new head coaches. A lot better than the norm. A lot better than the norm. Uh, any other thoughts that you want to throw out there with anything NFL related? Uh, fire Mike Mike McCarthy, please. That's it. <laughs> well, who's going to be your replacement? 
Well, if this was a few years ago, I would have said Chris Richard. Okay. Our, our old defensive coordinator. But give me Kellen Moore or Tony mm. Romo as our head coach. Really? Either, either or. Really? Okay. I think it'll be Sean Payton, personally. I, 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 I don't want that. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't want that. I know. I know. Uh, the, you know, we, we were chatting about it here recently where it's like going from Mike McCarthy to Sean Payton. It's like you're getting mediocrity for mediocrity. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think the Chargers yeah, they're Super Bowl winning coaches, run. but they've won one. Yeah, they've each. only won, they've won one. won one Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. And in Sean Payton's case, you, you had one of the best regular season quarterbacks in NFL history. Exactly. I mean, like he may not have the stats now, obviously, because Tom Brady is timeless and he can just play forever. So naturally, he's yep. going to get the stats. But I mean, like the fact that Drew Brees threw for five thousand yards like eight fucking times when before <laughs> it, when 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 before he did it the first time, only it's been done once, which was nineteen eighty four mm. Dan Marino, and then Drew Brees went on to do it like eight times. Like that's just baffling. <laughs> yeah, that's badly. He's one of the best regular season quarterbacks of all time, if not, you know. Oh, absolutely. Top five, easy, easy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Steve did throw out there that uh, he thinks the Chargers are going to make a historic run, which I can see it, man. They only got better. They only got better. I mean, I feel like you know that trade with Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack got three sacks this weekend. Shout out to that. You know, with yep. him and Joey Bosa, man, it's going to be too much to handle. You got J.C. Jackson, who did very well in picks last year for New England. Now into this system, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James. Uh, you know, solid linebacker core. They got Kyle Van Noy. Good pickup yep. there. Like, the defense <laughs> is good. Offense is good. The Chargers are here for it, man. I think they're about to go on. Yeah, pieces are clicking. I think the Chargers are about to go on a run. And I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> um, I think they'll win their division this year. I don't remember if I – yeah, I did. Yeah, I had the Chargers win the division. Uh, I actually have three AFC West teams making the playoffs. The only one that I don't have is the is the Broncos. With how those Raiders looked, ah, I don't know. Well, I will say they were they were my third place team. <laughs> oh, okay, it was okay. Chargers and Chiefs were one and two, and Raiders at three. So, might make a little bit more sense there. <laughs> All right, let's hop over to some college because uh, week two of college football was absolutely insane. Uh, I, I did not get to watch as many games as I did the week before because I was absolutely glued to Alabama and Texas. That was such a fun game to watch. And it baffled me how 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 good Texas looked, at least on defense. At least on defense and special teams, they looked phenomenal. Second string quarterback. I know. Too. I know. Bad. That's that's what's crazy. Now now see now Texas has two games against Bama. It's like if we had our starting quarterback, we would have won because they still say <laughs> that about Colt McCoy. Which I gotta say, I'm in that boat. If they would have had Colt McCoy that that championship, it would have been a very different championship. I'm just saying, and I hate yeah. I hate Texas. Okay, but I love yeah. Colt McCoy though. Uh, but no, that game was absolutely incredible. Alabama did obviously get that dub and that second string quarterback, man, he was playing in pain there for like, you know, the entire second half, he got dinged up as well. And there was even talks like, man, who's going to be the third guy that's going to go in, (laughs) (laughs) but their defense, like I said, looked incredible. Special teams, unfreaking believable. That Texas punter played very well, pinning Bama deep multiple times, but, and Bryce young did not look good until like the last two minutes. Like, it, it was just one of those stupid things where it's just like, all right, I'm just going to slack off all games. Oh, two minutes? All right, yeah. cool. Let me just turn on the lights real quick. It's like, oh, we got Texas. It's fine. Yeah. I could just, you know, I could do this in my sleep. Yeah. And, you know, no. that actually brings me to one of um, uh, Ricky's thoughts. Pretty much all of his thoughts that he sent me was all college football related. 
Yeah, let's, let me pull up this message here. So one of the thoughts Ricky wanted me to shout out is Texas came in the top 25 and moved up two spots in a coach's poll after a loss. Complete joke. I can see both nah. points. I can see both points. They played the number one team in the nation very tight, very close. They are a power five school. They're a nobility school with Texas. I get it. But at the end of the day, they did lose. So, like, if they were going to be unranked, like, put them at, like, you know, 26, 27. You know what I mean? But I, yeah, I, I do yeah. see his point. Well, it's the same thing Same thing with Marshall. Like, they're only at 26. I'm surprised they didn't jump in the top 25. But also, I think Alabama should have dropped to at least number three after that game. Mm, really? With with almost losing. Yes, it's a power five school. Yes, it's Texas. but almost losing to an unranked team really right they moved ohio state down one spot after winning against the number five team granite look what they did this week as big yikes for notre dame uh but we'll get to that yeah yeah um but i i I don't know man i i'll just wait until the college football playoff poll comes out because the ap poll starting to lose its way with me yeah, uh, I just pulled up the AP top 25. So Georgia did bump up to one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Michigan four, Clemson uh, at five, which I still think Clemson's overrated. Uh, yep. Oklahoma at six, USC at seven. Uh, that's interesting. But, you know, they I mean, I get it. They've been ranked pretty high this season. That's still interesting, though. Oklahoma State at eight, Kentucky at nine, Arkansas at 10. That one's also interesting. Uh, Michigan State at 11, BYU at 12. I think BYU is still overrated, in my opinion. Uh, Miami at 13. We might be overrated, but we'll see. <laughs> Utah at 14. <laughs> Tennessee at 15. North Carolina State at 16. Baylor at 17. Florida at 18. Wake Forest 19. Old Miss at 20. Texas 21. Which, that's also the thing. Like, if you're going to bump them up in the top 25 after that close of a win, at least put them at 25. You know what I mean? Like they, Exactly. They, they did lose at the end of the day. But so 21, I do feel like it's a little high. Penn State at 22. Uh, Pittsburgh at 23 after their loss against Tennessee. Good game there. Texas A&M drops all the way down to 24 after losing to Appalachian State. Nah, nah, fam. They should have just dropped out of the top 25. Yeah, completely. They should have yeah. dropped out of the top 30. Yeah, they should have <laughs> dropped out of the top. And I'm not saying Appalachian State's a bad team. They're not. They're a good Sun Belt team. Like, you know, you when you, you look at Sun Belt competitors, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, there you go. Like, in terms yep. of who's going to win the Sun Belt. Like, they're good teams, but still, like, Appalachian State should not be on the same level as Texas A&M. Texas A&M should jump yeah. out of the top 25. And Oregon is now back into the top 25 at 25. Uh, a very interesting top 25 after this past week, honestly and truthfully. What what are some that stick out to you besides, like, Texas uh, being kind of, like, the biggest one? Because I feel like we can all agree that Texas is too high. Uh, I think Florida should have dropped down a lot more than what they did. I think the AP committee just, you know, they just – they went – the media just – went over too much too quickly with them that number yeah we we talked about that last week that was just too high 12 was way too high for that Mm -hmm. uh i will say in my opinion i think the worst team in the top 25 is between texas a&m and nc state really you don't you're not an nc state guy here okay no 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 i they to me they are the most overrated team in the top 25 currently i will say going into the year I would have violently disagreed with you, but with how they've played, I would agree with you now that they are one of the most <laughs> overrated. Cause like coming into this year, like Dan, uh, Devin Leary, 
He's a, he's a good college quarterback. There's a lot of high expectations there. They brought back four of their five offensive line starters. Obviously, the one they lost was obviously Icky uh, going into the draft. You know, they returned pretty much all their defensive starters and stuff. So it's like, in theory, this should be a team that's ready to go on a run. Exactly. But what happened? You know, like, you know, what, what, why did you only win by one point against ECU? You know what I mean? So I, I do see your point there. I do see your point there. Now, one team that I, I want to shout out personally to watch in this top 25 is and it goes back to my predictions when we were doing the college predictions, and that is Wake Forest. Sam Hartman's a guy, man. I love Sam Hartman. This dude is a stud. Love this guy so much. He came back this week after some blood, you know, blood clot issues, obviously, that kept him out. You know, it was potentially kind of he was out indefinitely. Like in my, once I saw that, I'm like, well, my prediction of Wake Forest is dead. <laughs> like, I had him losing like only one game this year. Like I think Wake Forest is a damn good team with Sam at the helm, but you know I, I still I still think that man keep Sam for, you know Wake Forest and uh, and Sam Hartman on your radar. I think that could be a very very good team. Um, also, still want to kind of watch Tennessee as well. Still kind of watch yeah I, yeah, yeah. Tennessee is a team to watch as well, um, and, and Kentucky honestly. Uh, Kentucky's going to continue to rise, but honestly and truthfully, I wish they didn't. Kentucky deserves to lose. <laughs> Every single game this year, as long as Will Levis is their starting quarterback, because he puts mayonnaise in his coffee, and that's weird. And because of that, Kentucky deserves to lose every game that he is starting. Uh, You know, (laughs) last week after you guys were talking about that, I was really, really curious to try it. I'll be honest. Jake. I was was really curious now oh, is okay. it, is it is it like is it like hellman's or is it miracle whip there's a video of it on twitter let's see if i can pull it up That's i'm kind of thinking it's like miracle whip because miracle whip is more of like the sweet tangy version of mayonnaise uh okay it that looks like that looks like regular mayo oh i didn't mean to have the sound oh just him uh, him pouring <laughs> it and mixing it just <laughs> That's just gross, man. That's just disgusting. I hate everything about that. You know, I, I hate absolutely everything about that. That is the worst. In fact, hang on. Give me one second. Let me see if I can quickly. Let's see. Window capture. Let's do Chrome here. Let's set to Chrome properties. Uh, Twitter. There we go. I, w- I want everyone to, to see this. Pulling it up nice and big here on the, on the stream. Let's just admire him putting mayonnaise into his coffee. Just, uh, just look at it chunking in there. Oh, that's disgusting. That's Miracle Whip. That's Miracle Whip. I thought it was mayo. That's Miracle Whip. Okay, so he's doing he's doing Miracle Whip. Okay, just look at it chunk in there, man. Just, oh god. Uh, and it's the easy squeeze to <laughs> do. <laughs> I hate everything about this. <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's a special drink, man. Uh, I mean, hey, they're, to fight, I guess. Yeah, they're number nine in the nation, so I guess we can't talk shit. <laughs> they're doing something <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Uh, now, I will say that one of my teams that I'm thinking are going to make a big splash this year just so happens to be one of the teams that you think is one of the more overrated teams of the top 25. Ooh, which one? <clears throat> BYU. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes, I have BYU only losing one game this year. Who too? I won't say because it'll fuel some egos in here. 
Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. I already have. I already have to deal with that enough. As the one non-fan of that team, I already got to deal with that enough. So that's fair. No, and that's going to be a big test. I mean, they got a couple big tests coming up because this weekend I think they're playing Oregon, right? Uh, yep. they, they just passed a pretty big test with beating Baylor. And Baylor was one of my teams that was going to potentially go to the college football playoff. Like, I had a lot of high expectations for Baylor. So, yeah. that is a fair point. Maybe I need to reevaluate my BYU thinking. Last year and the year before, I thought they were overrated as shit. Horribly overrated. Especially yeah. when they had Zach. I thought they were – they got, like, number 12 in the nation then, too. And just got rolled by Coastal Carolina. It's just like, yeah, no shit. So, maybe I need to reevaluate BYU right now. Because that is a good point. They did beat Baylor, which was, I think, a very, very big win. So See, and I, th- I think that's like, you know, a prelude to what's to come when BYU joins the Big 12. Mm, good point. Starting next year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yep, I yep. think so. Yeah, next year. Um, Now, we're both on the same boat that Clemson's overrated as shit, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Good. Wake Forest better smack the floor with them. <laughs> Look, I, I gotta, swear, dude. My stance on this has been the same all along. As long as DJ's the quarterback they are overrated. If yep. Cade comes in and he's officially the starting quarterback, could be a different story. Could be a very different story. But as of now, while DJ is the quarterback, Ua Galele, whatever his name is, they are yeah. they are overrated as shit, in my opinion. Absolutely. I think, Absolutely. Like, and I, I've been saying this yeah. for a while where I feel like it could be a repeat of Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence. Like where Kelly Bryant is not getting it done, they throw Trevor Lawrence in and he plays well. I think it could be a literal repeat, honestly. Like I'm being, I think, I'm being I think so too. I, I think I think Dabo has uh, a tendency to put all of his all of his money into one jar at one yep. point in time, and it, it just never works out for him. Well, he's got a lot of money to do so because he did just get a ten year, hundred fifteen million dollar extension all the way through twenty thirty one. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was because like the- he may have saw like the writing on the wall that Nick Saban's not leaving anytime soon because that's Alabama is the only job I think he would leave Clemson for. Absolutely. So I think he may have just seen the writing on the wall with that one. Uh, you already kind of touched on Notre Dame, though. Uh, is that the most embarrassing loss in Notre Dame history? And here's a follow-up question, because I saw a lot of people chatting about this on Twitter. Is this the biggest upset in college football history? Because a lot of people were saying it was, even over Appalachian State when they were an FCS team over Michigan. I still think that's the bigger upset. Yeah, that is definitely the bigger upset, yeah, in okay. my opinion. All right, good, good. <laughs> I think people have too much of a knee-jerk reaction with Marshall and Notre Dame saying it was the biggest upset ever. You, I mean, you you heard the commentators during that game, uh, if, if you caught any of it. Marshall yep. has a lot of former Power 5 players. They have a lot more talent on their team than most people think. And I predict a Marshall could push the top 15 Ooh. by the end of the year. Ooh. I think they're that good of a team. That actually brings a question. Do you think it's a robbery that like, you know, Texas A&M remained ranked and Texas got ranked and stuff like that and Appalachian State and uh, Marshall didn't get ranked? See, Appalachian State has a has a little bit of a problem because they also have to go over Cincy in the polls. And mm-hmm. Cincy right now has, I think, has a little bit more leverage over them, even though Appalachian State did beat Texas A&M. Uh, I think Texas A&M should have, like, like we talked about, dropped completely out of like the top thirty. Right. Uh, they they do not deserve to be ranked right now. Marshall, I think, should be ranked over Oregon, over Texas A&M. Uh, yeah, probably in like the number twenty-four because I don't I don't see them being ranked over Pittsburgh or Penn State. Right. 
And uh, just talking about those teams, you, you name dropped Cincy as well. Th- those are three teams all receiving the top votes right now. Marshall at 85 votes, Cincy at 80, and Appalachian State at 80. So they're all right there beside each other. Kansas State being the next one at 77. Uh, and then North Carolina is after that at 71 and just keeps going down from there. Shout out to the one person that voted for Purdue. You're a legend. Uh, Notice that one person didn't vote for Arizona like last week. Yeah, I know. The one person <laughs> that voted for Arizona, man. Like, that was wild. Like, what are you doing? Oh, man. Arizona's got a, a matchup this week, I feel like. I'm a, I've, Ari, people need to – look, Arizona's a lot better than they were last year. I will agree yeah, with that. Yeah. But I think I think people need to watch that game, man. North Dakota State, obviously, the number one ranked FCS and have been for like a decade for a fucking reason. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People need to watch that game. That's going to be an interesting one. I think I think North Dakota State can uh, get that dub. In fact, that was actually one of Ricky's things, I think. Uh, yeah, North Dakota State will beat Arizona. He's locking that shit in. Mm, locking it down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Shout uh, out to Kansas State too. By the I way, know, dude. Can't, I know, dude. I like this Kansas State team with Adrian Martinez. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. I didn't like him in the in the Big Ten when he was when he was in the Big Ten, but I don't know. He revitalized his college career going to K State. I think. Well, I mean, he got out from Scott Frost, so his career is automatically revitalized. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they got a. I don't, I don't want to say this this coming week for K State is going to be tough because it's, it's Tulane, but. Next week and the week after that and the week after that are all three games in a row for them. Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Iowa State. Oh yeah. That's yeah. gonna be the that's gonna be the true test for K-State. See if if they can if they can win one game out of those three, I'd be impressed. Right. And like Tyler pointed out in the chat, they do have a pretty solid running back. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Cannot remember it, but he is considered like the second best running back in the nation behind Bajon Robinson. Uh can't remember his name to save my life right now. Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. Deuce, uh, yeah. Yeah. Either way, we know we know who it Deuce is. Fallen. Yeah. We're, Deuce we're, Fallen. Yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, K-State's, I think, is in a very good position for that Big 12 as well. Uh, I'll shout out to Shane in the chat. I'm here. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Correct. Hey, Shane. How are you, man? Hopefully you're doing well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no K state great team to watch. I, I hope they can get ranked. And I do, I, I do think it's kind of a robbery that Marshall and Appalachian state didn't get, uh, that love up there. Like we're, like we're yep. saying, cause Texas A&M and Texas, I don't think should be ranked. Uh, you know, I don't even think Oregon should be ranked still not after that blowout they had, they should have been knocked down even further. I know they got knocked out. Yep. twenty-five. That's great. They should have been knocked down even further. Uh, also, like how do they get ranked with beating Eastern Michigan or Eastern Eastern Washington? Exactly. Like, you know, they're, they're not a bad FCS school, but like, seriously, how the fuck, how the hell are you going to get ranked after that win when you got destroyed by Georgia? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't get it. Uh, speaking of FCS, uh, I don't know another time I'd have a great time to shout this out. So I do want to shout it out. It's one of Ricky's things uh, is to watch out for incarnate ward. Um, you know, 33 year old head coach, uh, JG Keen, who was a former stud at, T- at Tulsa. You know, he did have some stops, uh, at Hawaii and Arkansas, both, uh, they beat Nevada over the weekend. This is a very big deal. In my opinion, considering incarnate ward, um, has only had football since 2009 and currently ranks eighth in the FCS big time sleeper for the FCS. So very, very good point. That was one hell of a game, by the way. I don't know if you managed to catch it, but wow. No, was I didn't that get one. to catch that one. Oh, that was a roller coaster, man. The Nevada one. Yeah. I yeah. heard it was, but I didn't get to see it. Uh, he also throws out there, since we did chat about Notre Dame, Coach Freeman at Notre Dame is now 0-3, could be fired if he has a losing season. Do you think you think that's possible? Or do you think, you think he's going to get more time? 
I nah, mean, look, I think he'll get more look time. What, uh, look what Brian Kelly and the others got too. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Brian, Brian Kelly, Kelly is a little bit more either. of a credited coach, though. That's than, fair. That's fair. Yeah. But first time head coach, you at least give them two years. Right. Two years at the minimum. Unless you're Urban if they Meyer. if they if they can't improve after two years, then get rid of them. Unless you're Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars, then you know. <laughs> that was the most disastrous. No comment coming from an Ohio State fan. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that was one of the most disastrous things I've ever seen in my life in sports. But anyway, uh, he Ricky also said Scott Frost being gone in three games is three games too long. I agree. He should have been fired coming into this year. He should not have been the head coach. Like Ricky was saying, you should have left his ass in Ireland. Like I was saying with that North Dakota game, who is not the great North Dakota team, mind you, you know, that his, his ass should have been fired at halftime. He shouldn't, because yep. they should have blown the doors off North Dakota. And then <laughs> they lose to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern, they're, they're an okay team. You know, they got talent, but they're a rebuild team because they have, uh, God, Clay, whatever his name is. He was the USC head coach last year. Clinton Hinton, maybe? I don't remember. Clay something. That sounds about right. Yeah, he was the, you know, they got him kind of reestablishing like, his vibe over there. Got that dub on Nebraska. Naturally, uh, Scott Frost got the can, as he should have already got. That just has not yep. worked out at all in the freaking slightest. But also, shout out to Washington State, though, getting that dub over 19th ranked Wisconsin. Shout out to that one. Washington, <sighs> Washington State, Cameron Ward. He played for Incarnate Ward last year. Played awesome. Played awesome for Ward, man. And now here he is at Washington State. I'm just saying. I don't know what's happening with the Big Ten. Like, it, it, it was a complete... A few years ago, it was Michigan State, Michigan. Right. Now, it was supposed to be Nebraska, Wisconsin, Montana. Or Minnesota, I mean, not Montana. And now it's shifted back to the Michigan teams. I don't know what this back and forth is going going on, but as long as Ohio State's number one, it's all that matters. Uh, that's all that matters. Okay. All right. Well, that's probably going to stay for years to come. If we're going to be very real, I don't see that ever changing, at least for at least for a very long time. Um, okay. So we already kind of touched on it a little bit with Kentucky getting the big dub over Florida, but I was kind of curious your thoughts on Anthony Richardson and how horrible he struggled because a lot of people coming in after that game against Utah was calling him already a Heisman favorite and this and that. And he was so great. Like he has got unbelievable playmaking ability, right? He does yep. because of his legs, but it's like, he struggles with passing. And that was something we like me and Shane was even chatting with uh, this guy, Nick, who's also, you know, a Florida fan. Me and Shane chat about Nick with this over the summer is that like, that's what Anthony was trying to work on was his passing game. He can do the run game fine, but man, he struggled against Kentucky. Did that really shock you? Or it's just like, okay, yeah, you're still seeing the same Anthony Richardson that struggles in the past game. You're still, you're, you're seeing the same Anthony okay. Richardson. Cause I've, I felt like you saw that against Utah. He did not have yep. a good game passing against Utah. I'm just saying. He had a great run game. He was electric and did what he had to do yeah. there. But being as a quarterback, I don't see it, man. I just don't. Yeah, I don't I don't see it either. I mean, I I will honestly say the Kentucky defense, I think, is way better than a Utah defense. That's true. And it showed. Yep. Uh, but man, you start the season 0-2 touchdown interception ratio. Like, come on, man. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. And you're a starting quarterback for a Really, really big organization. He should be benched. Honestly. Oh, benching Anthony Richardson. Okay. Okay. 
Look, I'll say this, uh, you know, because I've I've been going back and forth with some people about the whole, you know, I'm a Miami fan, naturally. So there's, you know, Anthony Richardson versus TVD, (laughs) right? Look, TVD is the better quarterback. You cannot convince me otherwise. But Anthony Richardson is probably the better playmaker. That's the way I look at it. Uh, On the ground, yes. Yeah. In the air, no. No, not at all. Yeah, TVD is the better quarterback. If I yep. if the game was on the line, I would give it to TVD, which Absolutely. I get, which I guess we're gonna see how that goes this weekend. We're going we're going to visit Texas A&M. <laughs> I am a little nervous about it. Like we, you know, TVD has not looked bad these first two games, but these first two games are slack off teams. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Southern Miss gave us a lot more fight than they should have given us, which that's why it scares me. But then again, it goes back to everything else that happened this past week. The Sun Belt's scarier than we think, which yes, they are. I think the Sun Belt's yeah. a lot better than people think. You know, yep, I'm I'm absolutely. very much in that boat. But I am a little scared coming into this weekend for Miami and Texas a and I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'll be God. honest. I don't think you have anything to wear your belt. I hope 17 points. Oh, 17, 17 points. points. God, what is the line on it right now? Let me pull it up. I haven't looked. At, I, I actually haven't looked yet. I, I was looking at some bets uh, earlier, but I haven't actually uh, locked anything in. So let me actually pull that up because I am curious how far that spread is right now. I had some fun betting some college football this weekend. NFL, not so much. <laughs> Vanderbilt screwed me over. Oh, yeah, man. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> Sam Hartman, baby. He's a guy. He's a guy. I'm telling you. All right, let me see if I can find this game. Uh, let's see. Uh, God, where is it? Don't tell me I missed it. Uh, I think I might have missed it. I got you. Okay. Texas A&M is favored by five and a half. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. The over-under is 45. Mmm. 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 That's interesting. That's interesting. Ooh, here's one that could be a little spicy, especially if uh, you're, you're hard on this as, as, you, as you think. BYU is currently uh, plus three and a half. Oregon's favored. Minus three and a half right now. It, it is at Oregon, so that's, I can get that. But that could be a that could be a good one right there. It's the traditional bookies don't know who's gonna win, so they're gonna give three points to the uh, home team. And also, uh, shout out to your number two team, which I do respect your number two team quite a bit. Northern Illinois, they're currently favored against Vandy minus two and a half. Absolutely, yeah. The Huskies, fuck Vandy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there a story behind the Huskies? Because it's like I'm always curious when I hear someone say like their favorite team or number two team, and it's just like a completely random team on the map. Almost, is there a story yep. for NIU? It's the first football game I ever went to in my life. Oh, okay, that's a fair. home game NIU, a uh, home game NIU game. Oh, okay. Who was it against? Oh shit. Um, Toledo, Toledo. Okay, yeah, yeah. Some good old Mac action up in here, baby. Tyler loves the Mac Nation, man. He loves the Mac Nation. Now I'm always curious about it, you know, because my number two team's Hawaii. And when I tell that to most people, it's just like, why Hawaii, bro? I am like, did you watch when they had Colt Brennan? Have you seen those uniforms? Bro. <laughs> Rainbow Warriors, baby. <laughs> Go Bows. 
Hey, I have been I have been inducted into the Gobos Twitter circle. Okay, I got a lot of Gobos fans oh, following Lord. me. I'm I'm in. Okay, I'm in the circle. Like I'm in it. I'm more in that one than I am Miami. I'm gonna be real with you. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's probably not that hard to break into that Twitter hey, circle hey, with barely any fans to begin with. You need with. to relax. You need to relax. Okay, there's a lot of fans. This is the most passionate fan group I've ever been a part of. Everyone is so positive because they have low expectations. <laughs> I'm just being real. They know they're not going to win a championship, so it's just like, hey, let's just have a good time. Go Bows. I'm like, all you know, right. You I'm- know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. I know all your, uh, at least your top four favorite teams as far as college and NFL goes. Yep. It, it's weird because you have one outlier, it seems like, and that's Miami. Right. Every other team is below average i know they're low all, average they're all, like, they all suck i know <laughs> what's the correlation there so okay i'll give a story because i i've now added a fifth team into my regime here with my little logo oh. here with the chargers they're my third ah. nfl team so here's the story for all five chicago number one team uh my mom was a massive bears fan when she was still around and it just kind of rubbed off on me uh, i fell in love with like Devin hester lance briggs brian erlacher charles tillman nathan vasher uh, you know, all those guys, Devin Hester still my favorite player of all time. I mean, so it just kind of what I grew up into, uh, the Jaguars I've, I've loved the Jags, honestly, since they had David Garrard, you know, Fred Taylor, Maurice Jones drew, you know, I, I, I like, you know, because I'm a bears fan, I've also have like that, like the underdog mentalities and Jacksonville always yep. thinks, uh, I think they got a sweet logo, sweet color scheme. And I'm naturally drawn to that. And I get drawn to other things as well. I like it personally. I like the color scheme. I'm a big fan. I'm a big What's fan. with that baby barf color, though? Like, with, with our oh, color the rush for a few yeah, years ago, the man. Gold, yeah. Ugh. The gold's okay, but hey, at least we knock it out of the park with the teal. You know, but True, like, absolutely. Yeah, the teal's fantastic. But no, I mean, that, you know, I just grew up, you know, enjoying those those players, you know, watching them play, you know, and then also just these past few years, I love the shit out of Gardner Minshew. I, this guy deserves a starting job in the NFL. 1,000%. Speaking of that, Earlier, we were talking about some things with a certain team, okay, right? Okay. <sighs> Are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say? Second round pick to the Eagles for Gardner Minshew. Do it. Take it or leave it. Do it. Do it. Let's go. Gardner Minshew is gonna take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. Minshew mania, baby. Come on, Minchumania let it happen. Minshew mania is ready to run wild, man. That would be the perfect place for it to run wild. Think about the exactly. merch. I mean, Jacksonville oh. capitalized on the Ooh. merch. Dallas can Ooh. really capitalize on the merch. Oh, Jerry Jones, <laughs> man. Just tell him how much dollar signs exactly. and he'll sign exactly. them quickly. Yeah. Uh, so for the Chargers, that's a recent addition strictly because of their schedule reveal. That is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my freaking life. Like, even before the schedule reveal... I already loved the Chargers social media team because they're just hilarious and they just do it. Above. Oh yeah, they're they're better than every other NFL team. But that yep. schedule reveal, like like the first like few minutes of the video, already had me locked. It was like, oh, this is this is great, this is fantastic. But when they mm. showed the Jaguars, Urban Meyer in the bar for Week Three, I absolutely lost my mind, and I'm like, 
this is it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for life. I'm in it. Let's they didn't hold it. back. They didn't hold back whatsoever I on that, it. which is perfect. It was fantastic. As for Miami, I already mentioned why for Hawaii. You know, I love, Colt Brennan's one of my favorite college quarterbacks of all time. You know, rest in peace. That was so fun to watch then. Great. Some of the best jerseys in, in college football, hands down. Yep. For the yep. NFL, it just ties into, you know, because I started off more of an NFL fan before college, so it just really kind of starts into, like, the players in the NFL that I grew to love, like Devin Hester, yeah. like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Santana Moss, Clinton Portis, Willis McGaggy, you know, all coming from Miami. So I just grew to love it because of that. Duke Johnson, when he was in Miami, was awesome to watch. Shame he hasn't panned out in the NFL. So it just kind of worked out that way. You know, I'm not yeah, loyal yeah. to a city. The only city I'm loyal to would be Orlando because I love vacationing there. So I'm not saying UCS one of my favorite teams, but I'd love to see them succeed. Orlando Magic. <laughs> Hopefully they'll figure shit out one day. This new Orlando XFL team, that's going to be my squad when the yeah, XFL comes back. But other than that, I'm I can't not, wait for that, by the way. I'm pumped. I'm ready for the XFL. I'm very, very excited for it. So, I, you know, I'm not loyal to a city. I mean, basketball, Boston one, Orlando two, which is funny because I just criticized Steve earlier for having two favorite teams in FC, and here I am with two favorite teams in the East. But either way, uh, I'm not a big basketball guy, so fuck off. Uh, and then for hockey, <laughs> the, uh, LA Kings, out in Los Angeles randomly. Ooh. Yep. Listen, Ooh. I have a story. I have a story for the Kings. And the story would make sense why it's, you'd be like, okay, I get why you're a Kings fan. I have a story. So I had a friend, right, who is a diehard hockey fan. Like, diehard. Okay. I know nothing. I'm an idiot. I don't know players <laughs> for shit. Okay, I say I'm a Kings fan. I just want to see him succeed. I Besides, like, Jonathan Brown, who just retired, and Jonathan Quick, or Dustin Brown, sorry. Mm. Dustin Brown, Jonathan Quick, I couldn't tell you a, a Kings player. I just don't know. So he's a big hockey guy. He does, him and his family do playoff predictions every single year, whatever. And I would always ask, like, oh, you know, how's so-and-so doing, whatever, you know, and it's, you know, mm. kind of whatever. So it was, I think, 2011, uh, yeah, because we were, uh, I was a junior. It was leading to the, the, the Stanley Cup. I think it was the Bruins, and I think the, the Canucks is who I think it was. Um, and you know, I, you know, his number two team was the Canucks. So I was like, oh, you know, who's in the Stanley Cup? Oh, these teams. Oh, who do you think is going to win? Oh, I think the Canucks are going to win because this, 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 and this. And I said, nah, the Bruins are going to win just to fuck with them. You know, I'm just trying to fuck with them. What happens? They win. All right, no, 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 that's the Stanley Cup. That's not a big deal, right? Whatever. Yeah. You called it there. Next year, fast forward to our senior year, uh, 2012, right? Start of the playoffs. He runs through the entire playoffs for me at lunch. And he starts running through everything. And I tell him, I ask him, what's his opinion on this? What's his opinion on this? You know, the East and West, whatever. So he gives me his opinions. And, uh, you know, you know, naturally he goes with the Canucks again because they were a good team. And that's his number two team, whatever. They're playing the Kings round one. So I said, nah, the Kings mm. are going to beat them. Kings are going to beat them. They beat the Kings. And then from that point on, I just kept saying, hey, they already beat the best. Now they just got to <laughs> beat the rest. And they go on to win the Stanley Cup. And because of that, they stuck by me when I needed it to for a meme, and I can never abandon them. Oh, Lord. I got to support a good meme. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm a Kings fan. <laughs> they were there for me when I needed it, man. <laughs> Just for shits and gigs. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. So, anyway, back to college football, though. Any other thoughts that you want to throw out there with any of the college games this weekend? Maybe anything that we didn't talk about that you want to kind of throw out there? Maybe like Texas Tech beating Houston? What you think about that? I think Texas Tech is a lot better than people give them credit for. Yeah, yeah, their offense is lights out. Yep. Houston, way overrated going into the season. That okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
Last year, I think it was fair for them to go the way they did. You know, uh, I think it was completely understandable with the talent they had, but I think they're coming in this year. Now, I will say in terms of like, you know, Texas teams and disappointments, though, the one team that's disappointed the shit out of me is UTSA. I'm I'm so disappointed with how they're playing. I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) Like I expected so much more out of Frank Harris and, and this team and they barely win against Army. Like, I don't know what we're doing, man. I don't know hey man, you gotta watch. You gotta watch out for that triple option. I swear to God. And then they also <laughs> lost to Houston Week One, which that was a triple overtime game. So you can't really. Yeah. It was a good game. Very good. Very good game. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Any other thoughts on college football stuff? Any games you want to shout out that we didn't shout about? Uh. You guys should have scored more on Michigan. <laughs> man, come on. i know man look we're so bad we lost so much talent man oh yeah you guys are depleted right now you guys i would say houston cincy and i'll I'll stick hawaii in there you three are in the same basket right now lost a lot of talent yeah and not enough to reload for the next season yeah dude hawaii like Hawaii lost so much in transfer because of just how shitty that last regime was. Like we lost so many players and really gained nothing out of it. I mean, the one thing we gained was Joey Yellen, the quarterback. He was a backup, like a third stringer at Pitt. Great. Cool. I mean, he didn't do shit this past weekend. So, I mean, like it's going to be a rebuild for us for a couple of years to come, which hopefully by the time that Aloha stadium comes, you know, reopens Aloha stadium, like hopefully then, Maybe we'll be decent, you know, because they are yeah. currently rebuilding it, you know, re, you know, re- revitalizing. We're currently playing at basically a practice field at this point. Really kills me going on to college football revamp now because they updated it where you are at that practice field. I'm like, I don't even want to play here anymore. <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm at a high school field, you know, but whatever. Anyway, I uh, mean, I will say right now, the mountain, the mountain West conference is, 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 it's not great right now. It's not. I think no, Air Force not. is probably the best team in in the uh, conference. Uh, yeah, I, I think Air Force would be the top team. I know Tyler would probably like to throw out there his uh, Wyoming Cowboys, uh, his number two team there. Um, but I would very much disagree. Wyoming stinks, and they're going to lose to Hawaii. Yeah, shut up, Tyler. Yep, he threw it out there. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Wyoming stinks. They're going to lose to Hawaii. Just call it now. Uh, I will say a team that in the Mountain West that I feel like should be doing better. I don't think they're doing bad is San Jose State. Uh, they did get Hawaii's transfer quarterback uh, Chavon uh, Cordero, um, so I would I would like to see you know San Jose State do better in that regard. Even though it's just at the same time it's like one of our rivals, so it's like oh fuck you, but it's just like you know at the same time you would expect them to do a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. So I don't know Mount West. Uh, a lot of the group of fives are in in, in wild spots, except for the Sun Belt. Sun Belt's just like, damn, this team, this conference is here for it. Mac's going to continue to exist in their own bubble. They always yep. have. They do good at that. They get their shit wrecked by other you know conference teams at the beginning of the year, and then after that, they just they leave everyone else alone. <laughs> they just do their thing and they succeed at it. <laughs> Mac oh. conference championship game is one of the best conference championship games you ever watch. Really? Honestly. Okay. Okay, I'll keep that in it's mind. It's so it's so competitive with those teams, dude. Mac is like I'm telling you, they're they they're their own thing. Like it's it's really wild to think about because like you think about all the other group of five conferences, right? And they're all like, they're all competing with you know within themselves, but it's like they're trying to compete with each other. Obviously, I'm telling you, the Mac is doing their own fucking thing. Like they really <laughs> are. Like they feel like the outlier of just like 
we're just going to do our thing. You do your, your thing. You know, we'll get our shit wrecked, you know, at the beginning of the season. We'll move on. You know, it's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. I will say I do actually have uh, NIU winning the MAC this year. But uh, funny, really? yeah. But funny enough, though, they were the only di- com- the only uh, division winner I had, a uh, conference winner I had that did not get double digit wins. I had everyone else getting double digit wins, even even Mountain West, because a team that's disappointing the shit out of me is Utah State. Oh yeah, big time. The big only time. I had Utah State losing one game, and that was obviously Alabama. After that, I thought they were going to win every other game. What happened? <sighs> Damn, dude, I have Air Force winning that conference with mm. 10 wins this year. Right, okay. Yeah, I had NIU going 8-4. and four. I don't remember the four losses, but that's what I had NIU going and winning the winning the MAC. 8-4? and four. Who, who would you think we, they would go against in, in the MAC championship? Uh, I wish I could tell you. I honestly don't remember. Let me pull up the MAC real quick. <laughs> Let me pull up the MAC real quick. Uh, that was a while ago. I don't – actually, you know what? Hold on. I think I actually I, – I think I have it in notes. I think I have it in my notes. Let me, let me see if I do. Notes list. Uh, oh, yeah, college predictions. I do. Look at that. I'm actually prepared for once. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay, never mind. I'm not prepared. I only have the winner. All right, all right back to the original plan. We're pulling up the conference. <laughs> <laughs> back to the original plan. All right, so who was it? So NIU is in the West. I had them going up against, I believe, Kent State or Miami. I honestly don't remember. It was one of the two. Could not tell you, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) That's me making a fucking ballpark guess. (laughs) Shane was a year early on firing Blake. Yeah, he was. He was Shane was you know pitching fire Blake Anderson last year when they were fucking rocking. Um, But uh, Tyler said BRB looking. I think he's gonna try to figure out who I had him winning against. Good luck. I don't know if you can find it, man. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, last thoughts on college. If not, we'll hop into a couple quick points and we'll get into predictions, baby. Let's do it. All right. So, a couple other payday shout out Colts, O lineman, Quentin Nelson got a four year extension, 20 mil per year, 60 mil guaranteed. Definitely deserve it. Probably the best O lineman in the league. And then Raiders, uh, tied in Darren Waller got his three year, $51 million extension, which everyone was kind of expecting. He was kind of the last piece of the puzzle. Everyone else got paid. Derek got paid. Devontae got paid. Hunter Renfro got paid. You know, he was kind of the last piece of the remaining puzzle. Obviously, with Josh Jacobs, he doesn't expect to return. So it makes sense that he has not been paid. So, but uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of expected though. Last piece of the puzzle. Yeah. But anyway, yep. uh, with that, I feel like we can probably get into picks now. Um, so I know on the script that I have, they are definitely not in the order I'm about to go through. But I'm gonna go based on the website because I'm doing my picks as we go. Uh, so just bear with me here. Uh, besides the game of the weeks, I will save those for last. All right. So kicking things off, uh, Florida State and Louisville. How you feeling about it? You're going to hate this so much. Oh, no. We had such a good show. We had <laughs> such a good show. And <laughs> you're going to do this to me. <clears throat> no, I'm not, actually. I'm going Louisville. Okay, good. Uh, West Kentucky and Indiana. You know, Indiana shocked the shit out of me when they beat Illinois Week 1. I was watching that game. It was a great game to watch. Shocked the hell out of me. I think I'm going to rock with Indiana. Let's get it. Same here. Okay. Now, this one's an interesting game, man. Purdue and Syracuse. Uh, Ricky threw this one in there. The line is basically dead ass. Even Syracuse is very, very good, you know, in, you know, at home. So, and Purdue is like, they're, they're always just a random ass team, you know, where it's like, they could be good. You know, they, they have their, they, they, they're good at upsets. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So how how are you feeling this one? I kind of want to rock with Syracuse. 
Uh, I think Purdue has a better offense. I think Syracuse has a better defense. Okay. But I don't think Syracuse is going to be able to keep up with the Purdue offense. I'm going Purdue. I'm going to go Syracuse. And uh, Shane asked if you can hop in. Of course you can, man. You're you're host of the show. Get your ass in here if you're available. Uh, no, you're not allowed. Sorry. Veto. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, he's here. <laughs> Shane, man, how are you doing, buddy? Ho- hopefully your day is going well. Yeah, I'm, you know, making it. Making it. How y'all doing? I'm doing well, man. Pretty damn good. Best I can Jacob. be at this point. Yeah, I got you. I got you. You know, <laughs> t- tough. It's a tough Sunday for Cowboy fans. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to be a tough year, man. I just need to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long year for you, man. All right. Uh, so, Shane, you're in here for the picks. Uh, do you want to shout out your picks for those first three you went through? Um, yeah, I'll just real quick. Uh, I got Louisville. You did. And then it was Purdue at Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. And then also West Kentucky and Indiana. Those are the next two games. Uh, yeah, I got a little Washington, Kentucky, and Purdue. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, next up, uh, BYU at Oregon. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Oregon is favored right now because they are at home. Shane, this is your number two team. How are you feeling this? Are you gonna rock with uh, the Ducks? Are you gonna rock with BYU here? Man, Oregon, Oregon let me down. Like, I thought their defense was t- gonna take another step up and pretty much run through the Pac 12 and amongst everybody else. And I, I, I kind of want to say it's not really on Oregon. I think they have taken a step up, but I think it was just a matter of fact that Georgia, we did not expect them to uh, reload and not <laughs> be in a rebuilding stage, especially on that defensive side of the ball, losing, what, eight players last year to the losing draft? Losing almost everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you lose eight of 11 starters or whatever it was, um, it, it it's... I, nobody could have seen or thought, yep, we're going to be just as good. Actually, you know what? Not just as good, better than we were last year. Like, no one could have actually seen that coming. Um, but um, I, I think I'm going to stick with Oregon. I think they 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 need a significant good win to help boost their, um, their playoff chances if they win out. And I think BYU could be a significant one. Okay, okay. What about you, Jake? How are you feeling on it? Two names come out in my mind that are going to lose this game for their team. Okay. Two names. Bo Nix. There you go. <laughs> and Sean Dollars. <laughs> okay. BYU all the way. Go Mormons. <laughs> go Mormons. Uh, no, man, go ahead, Shane. Now, don't get me wrong. BYU is very capable of winning this game. Um, but it, and really, when if Oregon does lose it, it will be because of Bo Nix. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. That's true. Uh, there's a reason why Auburn <laughs> let him go so easily. Man, going into it, I was originally going to go with Oregon, but like, I don't know. Talking with Jacob, it did remind me that, oh, yeah, BYU did beat Baylor. And I really thought they were going to potentially be a college football, you know, playoff contender team. Shane, as you agree with me, and even Ricky did, we all thought Baylor could be. So BYU might be a little bit better than we thought. I think I'm going to rock with BYU on this one, personally. Uh, Next up, we have Tyler's Nittany Lions, ranked 22nd in the nation, going to visit Auburn. How are we feeling about this one, boys? 
Uh, what's the point spread on this? Because I think Auburn might make it a little bit closer because they have home field advantage. But at the end of the day, um, I'm I'm rocking with Penn State. Give me the Nittany Lions. Let's rock with it. Absolutely. Let's go Nittany Lions, baby. All right. Vanderbilt and Northern Illinois, Jacob. (laughs) Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Uh, Vanderbilt screwed me over. I could have won 5K last week. What? On a $5 bet. (laughs) Oh, man. Two words. Fuck Vandy. Let's go. Northern <laughs> Illinois, baby. Uh, I don't know which way I want to go here, man. Cause like I got a front row seat to and for the orgy, you know, with Vanderbilt, you know, against Hawaii. And that was Hawaii though. Um uh Vanderbilt laid a massive egg um, you know, against Wake Forest, which again, Sam Hartman's a guy, so it makes sense. I'm going to rock with the Huskies. Shout out to my dog, Lucario. He's a Husky, so let's rock with the Huskies. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm going to rock with NIU as well. All right. That's next. what I love to hear, boys. Let's, let's go. <laughs> All right, next up, Kansas at Houston. I'll, I'll start this one off. I'll, I'll start it off. You know, Kansas surprised me with their win from this past weekend. <laughs> So you know what? Fuck Houston. I'm going Kansas, baby. I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> it's going to be another 50-plus point game Ooh. for Kansas. Let's go Jayhawks. Let me say this right now. Like we said earlier about the lines, they are not the same old lines. These are not the same old Jayhawks, baby. Let's go Kansas. <laughs> Let's, get Let's <it>. go. <laughs> Mississippi State at LSU. You think uh, Brian Kelly is going to ring it in with his family? I'm going to go with the Bulldogs on this one. I think I think Mississippi's – I don't think they're a fantastic team, but I think they are better than people give them credit for. And I feel like – I feel like, I, honestly, I don't like Brian Kelly. I'll just say that up front. <laughs> so I think that's part of my logic here. I'm not going to try to draw out this, this mindset. Fuck the LSU Tigers. Fuck Brian <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Bulldogs all the way again with this game. You know, this is uh, pretty much fighting for what, in my opinion, is uh, middle of the pack SEC teams. Um, and I think right now with Mississippi State having Mike Leach, um, LSU having a first-year coach in Brian Kelly, especially how their special teams looked over the last two weeks, I've, you've got to go Bulldogs. Right on. Love it. Love it. Next up, Texas Tech at 16th-ranked NC State. Um, I'm going to go Red Raiders. Um, like you said, they've kind of been underappreciated these first two weeks. Um, and I didn't see NC State's game this past weekend, but that first game they played, um, who was it? I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. They did, uh, not look very good. They They did not look like a number 16 team in the country. Uh, I'm going to go Red Raiders. I wholeheartedly agree with you, man. With 100%. Most overrated team in the top 25. Let's go Red Raiders. Man, like I told you earlier, Jacob, all of us here at ATFS were very high on NC State coming into this year. Very, very high. Like, but they have just laid the most massive egg. So give me the Red Raiders that you're going to get this dub and get this upset. Let's get it. 
Uh, SMU at Maryland. Are we going to rock with Tua's brother here, or are we going to stick with the Mustangs? Or That's their name, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. The Mustangs. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll put it this way. I'll, two two words. Chad Morris. Let's go Maryland. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Really? Let's go. I'm go, I'm rocking with the, I'm rocking with the Terps and Tulia cuz uh you know Chad Morris. Fuck it, moving on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Man. Mm. That SMU offense is going to be way too much for Maryland. Ooh, okay. Rocking with SMU. All right, I like it. I just realized I'm picking a lot of away teams right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're playing a dangerous <laughs> game right now, man. Uh, I think I'm going to rock with Maryland, even though I have a slight hatred for them, thanks to Brady and one of our NCAA dynasties. But that's a different conversation for a different day. But I'm going to rock with the Turtles here. I think they're going to get uh, the dub. Number 11th, Michigan State at Washington. Washington is actually favored right now, minus three and a half. Really? Really. I would I would pound that. I, I think it goes back to what Jacob said earlier. Um, I think they just don't know who's going to win, so they just said, okay, we'll give three and a half to the home team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how is Washington favored against a top 15 team? I think Washington's a lot better than people realize. I, I think I'm the one that put this game in there. Yeah, I was. Uh, and it's because I think people – I think Washington's a lot better than people realize, and I think that trend is going to remain for years to come because keep in mind they did just get a five-star recruit. For God his name, he's the son of a former like NFL quarterback. He was a backup, though. It's not like he was a superstar. Uh, but, you know, he was a five uh, – Hurd, I think, was his last name. I can't remember, though. Uh, Tyler, if you're in chat, fat check that for me. Um, but uh, I think Washington is a lot better than people realize. So I pulled up some stats right now. Uh, Washington points per game, 48.5. Michigan State, 43.5. Points allowed, 6.5. Washington allowed, th 13. Uh, total yards per game, 463 for uh, Michigan State and 571 for Washington. Yards allowed, 281 for Michigan State, 235 for Washington. I, I think this Washington team is better than people realize. I, I think Michigan State can still get that dub. Um, yeah, for Washington. Um, you know, they had a five-star recruit this past recruiting, and he's the son of a former NFL quarterback. I just can't remember his name. Um, but uh, I think Michigan State can still get that dub. I just don't think – I don't think it's going to be a blowout like other people might think. I think this game's going to be very, very close. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't seen Washington play this year. But I watched that first game of Michigan State play. And, yes, they're still a step or two below Ohio State, even though as much as I hate it. Um, but I think they're going to be fighting for the number two spot, you know, in the Big Ten. So um, I, think they're, I think they're right there above Michigan right now. Um, and they're going to be a team that's going to be fighting for that number one spot. At the end of the day, I think Ohio State's going to get it. but uh, I can't go against Michigan State right now. Okay. <clears throat> well, I think there's going to be one deciding factor between these two teams. That's going to be quarterback play. Yep. I'm looking at both of these teams, man, and I, 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 I just can't. I, I cannot go with Peyton Thorne over uh, Michael Phoenix Jr. 
Yep. Because I just know how Penix Jr. was in the Big Ten. Yep. I just know how he plays versus yep. Peyton Thorne. Damn it. I'm going Huskies. There we go. Let's go, baby. Washington Huskies are going to get this dub at home. I'm calling it. Let's get it. I'm here for it. Uh, all right. Uh, last game before we get to our game of the weeks. Uh, North Dakota State, number one team in the FCS for like a decade plus, going up against Arizona, who's been notably one of the worst teams in the FBS. Uh, Sam Hurd would be, yeah, Sam Hurd. Yep. Yeah, Sam Hurd was the quarterback who Washington recruited. Uh, I don't remember who you know his dad was, something hurt, obviously. But, uh, yeah, he was a five-star recruit and went to Washington this past recruiting class. So, just something to keep an eye on there. Washington may have some dominance for years to come. But, yeah, North Dakota State, number one in the FCS for a lot of good reasons, going up against Arizona, who's been garbage in the FBS. But I've been kind of on the rise just this year. Is uh, North Dakota State going to get that dub, or is Arizona going to shock the world? It's wild that an FBS team that is going to shock the world and be an FCS team, you know? That's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the headline. That we're going with here. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Arizona is a bottom feeder of the uh, FBS level, um, and you got the Alabama of the FCF level, right? Um, it's kind of like what I see Tyler mentioning, you know, back with the uh, with the play, with the NFL. He was like, "Well, why don't we just get rid of the fucking Pro Bowl and just have the winner of the XFL?" Play the the worst team in the NFL for that thirty uh for that thirty spot, you know. Hey, let's get North Dakota State in the FBS. Stop be trying to smack around people in this in the Division Two. Hey, get them in the FBS. North Dakota State is gonna win this game. Not even a surprise. I'm saying ten points minimum. You know how much filthy stinking money North Dakota State makes. Any FCS, Dude, they would sick. never come to the FBS. I don't think they will Ever. either. I think they're very happy with where they are. But Shane brings up a good point that they, that they all they do is just smack around people, and that's true they do. But man, the school makes so much fucking money there. Like I yeah, don't think I don't yeah. think they would ever leave. They just love being the bully. They do. They, they do. That when it comes to sports, man. I mean, look, you're you're a Miami fan, convicts, dude. It... Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh man, shots fired. <laughs> Ty no, also said, but... "Comes back to coaching. Why leave when you're the man?" I mean, it's true. You see that around FBS level. You know, Pat Fitzgerald's probably never going to leave Northwestern. He's content. He gets, you know, oh, yeah, Northwestern definitely. gets their shit wrecked most of the time, but he's not going to get fired. <laughs> hey, hey, they were in a Big Ten championship not too long ago, well, so, I mean, well, hey. Yeah, he ain't getting fired. Something's he's, working there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, no, this is this is going to be a – this is probably going to be a major blowout. It's probably going to be the biggest blowout of the weekend. North Dakota State wins. North Dakota State, go Bison. Tyler also pointed out, look at Idaho. Them motherfuckers couldn't win the FBS, and they still can't win the FCS. That's true. They're one of the worst teams <laughs> in the FCS. They were almost our terrible game of the week. Drake and Idaho was almost our terrible game of the week. It was very close. It was very, very close. That does bring us to our game of the weeks. Uh, so we'll kick things off with FCS game of the week. We have Joe Flacco's alma mater, the Delaware Blue Hens, going up against Rhode Island Whatever their mascot is, I have no idea. Uh, Delaware is 10th in the nation in the FCS. Rhode Island is 14th in the nation. This is going to be the biggest matchup of the week by far. But I also want to give a special shout-out to this week for, for FCS. Ivy League has also started play. Uh, another FCS game that we toured with was Yell at Holy Cross. Holy Cross, I think, is 16th in the nation right now. Um, but, yeah, 
uh, Ivy League has started, so you're going to probably get some good games here coming soon, like out of Princeton and Harvard and a few others. They're pretty good teams. Uh, but, yeah, Delaware, Rhode Island, how you guys feeling about it? Give me the blue hens. You know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I know Jack diddly squat about either one of these teams. So this this, this is what I'm going to go based off of. Um, I like Joe Flacco as a quarterback, or at least did. So I'm going down where. Let's go, baby. Blue hens. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, Rhode Island Rams, by the way. Uh, yeah. And Holy Cross is 12th. Ah, okay. All right, there you go. Uh, <clears throat> Let's go Rams. Ooh, That's all I got to say. Okay, Rhode okay. Island's going to win this one. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, that's the point, Shannon Mac. That's why I created the game. I mean, that's true. He, I mean, he, Tyler did create the FCS game because we don't fucking know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it spices up the picks. We don't know about it. Besides like two or three teams, we don't know anything about FCS. I'll be up front. You know, like we know about North Dakota State, we know about Montana, we know about Montana State, we know about South Dakota State. Basically, we know about those two states is all we know about. <laughs> Every once in a while, like UC Davis was kind of okay last year. Now they're kind of kind of sucking a little bit. We know about a little couple of Ivy League teams because Princeton and uh, Princeton and uh, Dartmouth and uh, like uh, Harvard, they're pretty solid. Uh, but other than that, FCS, I don't fucking know, man. Jackson State, obviously, everyone yeah, knows yeah, about that one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, waiting on that first D5 game. All right, now here's the thing, Tyler. I know you're a big fan of really diving into those deep, deep division games, but I don't think we can actually do that anymore because the website only has FBS and FCS. So I, unless they happen to be playing an FBS or FCS school, I can't pick that game on as part of our, our list anymore. So I'm sorry, Tyler. Your, your time has come to a close with those random <laughs> D3, D4, D5, D99 schools. Anyway, all right, our FBS game of the week. Number 13th ranked Miami at number 24th, Texas A&M. You guys already know what it's all about. Let's go. Miami, even though I'm nervous, still locking it in. I mean, I'll just say this. Um, I've been pounding this since last year when Arkansas beat, you know, Texas A&M um, and really started pounding it when, you know, they spent all this money on these recruits. Texas A&M is the definition of mediocre university. So I'm going to you, Miami, all day. Let's get it. Let's go. Don't do it. <clears throat> um. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I, I can't pick Texas A&M. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Love to see it. $100 million buyout. Jimbo ain't going nowhere. Oh, that's true. That's a big-ass buyout. <laughs> that's true. Shit. All right. And lastly, our terrible game of the week. Shout out to Rookie for throwing this one in for me. Stony Brook Seawolves at the U.S. Minutemen, who are easily the worst FBS school in FBS play. And it ain't close. Uh, Stony Brook's not terrible, but they're not good. You look at 2021, you know, they had uh, uh, seven losses last year, you know, only uh, only five wins. They're not a great team. Uh, but you look at the Minutemen as well. They had one win last year, and it was against UConn, which is another bottom feeder. 
I mean, and not to mention you look at UMass, they lost to other FCS schools like Rhode Island and Maine being two examples that immediately stick out. So, you know, this is just a game of possibly the worst school in the FBS going up against a mediocre FCS school. So it's just like, who's going to come out on top on this one? Our first um, game, that's true. Just because, um, just because I like their mascot, the Minutemen, I'm going with UMass. Yeah, what the hell is a Seawolf? Saying I could make a I could make a nice sex joke right now. I want you to know that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> See, that was the point, Alex. It, look, I'm Dwayne Wade, and I threw up the lob for you. You're supposed to be LeBron James, and just fucking slam that shit in. That okay? oh, oh, come on now! Don't don't say that, man. Oh, don't say that. Hey, at least my Dallas Mavericks won that year. <clears throat> That's true. Okay, dude. Uh, 2012 didn't count. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to fucking talk about it. Dirk is a Greek god or whatever the fuck he's from. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I'm going to pick a team here specifically because they picked one of my, I would say, top five favorite guilty pleasure teams to root for last year. I'm picking Stony Brook. And if you're wondering what team I'm talking about, I'm talking about Richmond. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the spiders. Spiders. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seawolves, baby. I think they're going to get that dub. I think UMass stinks. I think they're going to be terrible uh, for a very, very long. They should have not come up to FBS play. I don't know how good they were at FCS level. I'm assuming still shit, uh, but they should have never come up to fbs level i don't i don't know the value in that because even as bad as they are are you really making money you know like you're probably making more yeah but are you actually making money you know what i mean (laughs) like i don't know whatever all right so college picks locked in let's have it to the nfl uh starting off with the beautiful thursday night football game of chargers and kansas city cannot wait to watch this how we feeling on it oh this one's tough um, you know, I thought Kansas City was going to take a step back, but uh, clearly they did not. Patrick Mahomes looks just as good as he ever has. Um, but but the LRE Chargers defense is a different level. Um, Kill Mac three seconds, you know, baby. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to rock with the Chargers here. Exactly what Shane said. LA Chargers defense is going to be way too smothering for the Kansas City offense. Let's go Bolts. I want to go bolts, but at the same time, Kansas City at home is what scares me. You know what I mean? You know that 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 home field advantage for them is massive. Uh, yeah, that tiny that tiny little screen that they have, yeah, that, yeah. The, 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 the super <laughs> tiny screen. I, I feel like KC and Chargers are going to split their series this year. Um, I, I do, and I think it's going to be at home games personally. So I think the I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. But for the simple sake of things, I'm going bolts because go bolts, baby, bolt up. But it won't, I want the record to be known. It will not shock me in the slightest if Casey wins this one and Chargers win the next one. <laughs> like, I think if they're <laughs> going to split the series, it's going to be the home games. Uh, all right, Carolina at New York. New York, who shocked the world and beat the Titans this weekend. You know what? Baker let me down. and That was, that so was your one that, chance with Baker. <laughs> yeah, you know, Baker let me down once more. And this time it was a straw. I'm done with it. So Danny Dimes. The New York Giants 
probably for the for the first time in many many years is going to start two and zero. Trying to think about when they were two and zero last. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me them. Uh, give me them New Jersey Football Giants. <laughs> I'm out to. I'm out to join up with you guys. Give me the New Jersey Football Giants. Uh, next up, New England at Pittsburgh. New England looked fucking terrible. I feel like New England's not going to turn it on until like week six. Give me the fucking Steelers and the Pitts and uh, Mike Tomlin. Even though they had some loss on defense, TJ Watt and stuff, I feel like the Steelers are going to still get this dub. I agree. I'm with you. If Mac Jones returns this week, New England's going to win. If he doesn't, Steelers are going to win. I don't think he's going to return this week, so I'm going Steelers. Okay. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. This is kind of an interesting matchup, honestly. New Orleans has Tom Brady's number since he's come to the South. Except for the playoffs. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I agree. And honestly, Tampa did not look very good. Um, not like their their normal selves. Um, I think ninety percent of that game, Tom Brady was cussing at his offensive line. Um, so I think that continues because um, that defensive seven for New Orleans could could cause havoc. If I mean they were getting no offense, but kind of beat up by the Dallas Cowboys here and there. Right. Um. So I'm going. I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints as well. Yep. Are we forgetting about? I know how bad they looked against the Falcons last week. I know. I guess the Falcons that people thought were going to go zero and seventeen this year. Listen, listen. I, I just think the Saints just it's it's kind of like the Jaguars, man, with the Colts. It's just the Saints are Tom Brady's regular season kryptonite while he's been in the South. That's the only reason my my only logic behind it. I'm going to ride with that logic until it fails me. It's going to fail you this week. It might. Let's go Tampa Bay. <laughs> All right. Uh, New York Jets at Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. Jets stink. Yeah. Cleveland. Jets are so I want to. I, I want to pick the Jets here so bad. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I want to pick the Jets so bad as the upset of the week. You know what? Put it down to the books that I did say the Jets will be the upset of the week this week, but I'm going to pick Cleveland here. Okay. Okay. Miami at Baltimore. This is gonna be a good game. I like the, I like this game. I like this matchup. I do too. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go Miami on this. Is J.K. Dobbins back this week? Mm, I don't think so. I don't. I don't believe so. No, then I'm going Miami. Then if he's not, okay. I am going. Uh, I'm going Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore. Uh, I'm gonna take Lamar Jackson over to a. That's my mindset. Washington at Detroit. Give me the Lions, baby. This is not the same old Lions team. Let's uh, rock with them. I will say they are the same old Lions team. They no. are 0-1, so I will go no. with the Commanders. No. Because no. No. <laughs> Carson Wentz actually did not look half bad in that in that first week's game. So oh, yeah, I'd like to see him continue. He had PTSD. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that there's going to be one NFC East team that starts the season four and zero, and I think it will be Washington. I'm going to go with Washington here. All right, I'm the Even wolf. though I want to pick the lions so bad. I'm the lone wolf here. Let's go lions Colts and Jacksonville. Um, Indianapolis disappointed me. Uh, they did not look that great. 
uh, at least for what you know here at ATFS, what we held them up to. True. Um, but at the end of the day, um, oh, and actually, Trayvon Walker, I think uh, they're kind of as of for one for one game, they're happy that they got him for for the number one pick because uh, he. He was doing things for that Jacksonville defense. Yep. But um, but I'm gonna go Indianapolis. Hopefully they bounce back. Hopefully it was just the first game jitters, getting used to a new quarterback, uh, this and that. Um, and at the end of the day, they do have, in my opinion, the best running back in, in the league right now, and Jonathan Taylor. So I'm gonna go Indianapolis. Yeah, Jacksonville is worse than the Texans. Uh, let's go Indianapolis. All right, hold on. Like, let's relax. <laughs> relax. Right, let's relax a little bit. Let's go, Jags, baby. Duval locking it in. We are the Colts kryptonite. If look, if the bottom line is even if we lose this game, we're gonna win the next one. Book it. We're gonna split the series at least because we are the Colts kryptonite. Book it. Colts are about to start 0 and 2 once they come into Duval County. Uh next up, Atlanta at LA. Give me the Rams. But I kind of yeah, want to pick the Falcons, but I'm going with Rams. I'm going with the Falcons. Ooh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've always been a Marcus Mariota fan. I would love for him to come out and throw for 303 touchdowns. <laughs> um, but it's not happening on this Rams defense. So, <laughs> All right. Seattle, who shocked the world against San Fran. Are they going to shock the world again? I mean, Gino did not look too half bad. Um, I didn't get, catch the whole game, but I, I caught the last. He didn't look bad. Um, I watched the whole game. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't look bad at all um, from what I saw. I mean, I watched, like, the whole fourth quarter and, like, the last, like, two and a half minutes of the third. Um, and San Fran, Trey Lance did not excite me at all from what I've seen from him uh, in that first game. So, I am. I'm going to go Seattle starting off 2-0. Yeah, I'm a firm believer we'll see Garoppolo by Halloween. Uh, let's go Seattle. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I want to rock with Seattle, but one thing that scares me is they they lost Jamal Adams for a significant amount of time. It hasn't been confirmed how long, but uh, um, you know what? Give me the Seahawks. Let's run with it. I'm going with Seahawks. Houston at Denver. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, I think right now it's this battle of the bads, and I just think Denver's just a little bit better at being less bad than what Houston is. So going Denver. I got a root for my baby brother in uh, in Texas. Let's go Houston. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Arizona at Vegas. Um, give me Vegas on this one. Yeah, if Devontae Adams is able to put up a game even somewhat similar to what he did, you know, this past week, um, Vegas is going to walk away with this win. Yeah, I'm going Vegas. Uh, they definitely need to. Uh, Throw a little bit more to Hunter Renfro, though, please, because he's on my fantasy team and he got me like two points. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's rough. Uh, all right, next up, Jacob. Cincinnati at Dallas. Give me Cincy. It's easy. No Dak, man. You know, yeah, I mean, with Dak, I would maybe have a conversation with myself and pick in Dallas um, if the, the game was a little bit closer. But. Unfortunately, I don't believe in Cooper Rush right now. Um, going Cincinnati. Uh, by the end of this game, we will see Ben DiNucci, our third-string quarterback, because Cooper Rush is going to get hurt by either Sam Hubbard or uh, Trey Hendrickson. Let's go, Cincy. Chicago at Green Bay for Sunday Night Football. Um, kind of the opposite with San Francisco. 
Um, Justin Fields really excited me for what he's shown on the field um, in week one. Um, and that big question mark that I had for Green Bay coming into the season was those weapons are still a big question mark. They did not show up. They did not catch balls. They were mistiming routes. Um, I'm going to have to go Chicago. Is the Chicago Bears cornerbacks at least a C-plus rating? Mm. Would you give them a C-plus or, or better? I would give uh, them... Uh, actually, yeah. I'd give them a C-plus at the very... I, I'd give them a C-plus, man. I like um, Jalen Johnson a lot, and I love, love uh, Kyler Gordon. And I love Jaquan Brisker at safety, too. I feel like Jaquan Brisker is going to give us the same sort of energy that Adrian Amos gave us, which was so important because when that when we had Amos, that allowed Eddie to be Eddie at free. Once we got rid of Amos and let him walk, and we tried to bring in Ha Clinton Dix, who refused to play strong safety, and we had to shift Eddie to strong. That's when Eddie went, you know, now has gone like twenty games without a fucking interception. So I love our secondary. I really do. You've convinced me. Let's go, duh, Bears. You know, just because everyone else is on it, I'd feel bad if I was the only one that wasn't the Bears, baby. It's the Packers. Fuck the Packers. Let's go Bears. Let's get it. All right. Now, two Monday night games in week two. Very weird. That's normally week one. So when I, I had to double, I double checked this three times to make sure websites didn't have typos because I was like, that's very strange to me. Uh, Tennessee at Buffalo is the first one. Give me Buffalo. Buffalo is a Super Bowl favorite, man. Easy. Uh, yeah. Buffalo is literally, I think, the best team in the NFL right now. Um, and I think, you know, they're, they're steps ahead of whoever is second right now. They were firing on all cylinders. Um, I'm going to have to go Buffalo. You know, I will agree with you guys that Buffalo is Super Bowl favorites, but in true Buffalo fashion, they will make it the Super Bowl and lose the Super Bowl. Oh, no. But I'll still, I'll still <laughs> pick them here to win. Okay. Four years in a row. I'll just point that out. I uh, know. Poor Tyler. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, last month, last game, last Monday night game, Minnesota, Philadelphia. That's going to be a very good game. Uh, I feel like I want to rock with Minnesota after what they showed. I feel like both teams are very, very good. I feel like it's going to be close, but give me, give me the Vikings on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go Vikings as well. Yeah, let's go. All three of us Vikings. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't want to do any betting. I don't want to shout anything out. Uh, and I don't really want to shout out fantasy right now because I got my shit wrecked. So I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> Plus, it's over a two-hour show now. So I think we're going to wrap things up. Shane, thanks for stopping in. Uh, I know that uh, you've had some stuff you know, pop up you had to take care of. So appreciate you for stepping in for the picks. You know, hopefully everything's going well. And Jacob, definitely appreciate you for stepping in to, to help run the show today. That was a nice Hail Mary that you caught there. Hey, not a problem. Love to be here, man. It was a great show, honestly. Shane, how much of this did you actually get to watch? Uh, From the time that I typed in chat until okay. now. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So it, it, it's been a great show. I definitely recommend you go back and re-listen to it. It's been a great yeah, show. Yeah, definitely Shout am. Jacob. So. Jacob, Jacob did phenomenal. Appreciate you, Jacob. All right. I'm going to hit the music. We're going to work our way out of here. So, boys, last thoughts. Uh, nothing. Uh, just y'all have a great night. Look forward to the games this week. Um, look forward to mediocre Texas A&M University losing again and watching that um, giant, giant dumpster fire um, get sent over a cliff. So look forward to that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, y'all have a great night. Peace out.
Later, man. Appreciate you. I wrote something. I wrote something back here. I don't know if you guys can read it, but it says, "Will someone please save me from Jerry Jones?" Yeah, I can see That's it, all man. I have to say. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Can't wait to be back. Yeah, dude. I appreciate the hell out of you for making it, and I appreciate the hell out of anyone that made it all the way to the end, whether if you watched it live or listened to it after the fact. We appreciate the hell out of you. It's gonna be an amazing week of football once again. Football is all the way back. Hopefully, we're gonna have another weekend of a lot of insane upsets and insane things happening. Till next time, guys. Have a good one. See you.